That's one. Ready? Yep. Yep. Let's do it. Two, one. Counter in. Maybe. And welcome, everyone, one and all, children, neighbors, uh, whatever, you, whatever you may be now, folks, <clears throat> to the turnbuckle. That's right. We haven't passed away. We haven't croaked with the dust, anything along those lines. Took a couple weeks off due to uh, just some different personal matters that kept kind of popping up. Uh, we'll get, yes, I'm, I'm a loud son of a bitch. That's no doubt about it. Oopsies. That'd be the quote of the day already. Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, yes, yes, it is. So, yes, yes, it is. So, welcome, boys and girls, as we, children, do, as we do our Sean Connery impersonations. Sean Connery, name's Bond. That's a rap bastard, that. Name's Bond. James Bond. Need a Bond. Bell Gold Bond. bond. <laughs> <laughs> so this is To the well, Turnbuckle. Well, Mr. Bond. Gold to the bond. Turnbuckle called Back with a Backlash. We've got to make predictions even though we have been watching. <laughs> You're not supposed to tell him that part. So it's great to be back on To the Turnbuckle. Arm Buckle presented by Bruiser Nation Productions. Don't worry, Mr. Bruiser and Buster the Bruiser Dog will be here in the hour number two, two. of the show. Hope, he, hope he's been watching AEW. Um, <clears throat> I mean, we watched Rampage together while I went to his house. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I didn't know that's what you uh. guys called it. It's fantastic. Last time I saw McCarthy, he was plastered at a wedding. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the last time I saw him. To the point that you and I texted him that evening. Make sure you let us know when we get home. I even told him, I said, if you need a ride, I will I will come back. Mm-hmm. So, and I haven't heard much He got him. a ride. Well, did he get home, too, or... World may never know. We will find out our number two of to the term, two. turnbuckle if he got home. Because I, because I, um, here's what I did. If you don't know, our our great uh, former instructor, well, I shouldn't say former. Technically, he is. Yeah, but really, he's a teacher. He's for my life. coworker now. Yeah, really, he's a teacher for life. But a great former instructor, life teacher, man, life he's, teacher. He's, he's my life coach. Our great former instructor, Adam Dell, got married uh, this, yeah. what was that, April 22nd? Mm-hmm. Earth Day. Earth Day, that's right. You talk about planting a seed. Uh, <laughs> uh, one of these days i got to figure out these buttons so I can press a button. Oh, it's probably yeah. on here. I just haven't figured out which one is which. Oh, God help me. I have problems. Uh, <sighs> oh, there is a rim shot button. I don't know if that did anything. I hope it worked. I hope it worked. That'd be cool. Anywho, uh, so on I Earth Day, on Earth Day, yes. Adam gets married. Planted the seeds of their love. Love. <laughs> can't, sure. Can't stop those lovers. 
want to do want to say it was a fantastic ceremony. Oh, it was I, awesome. I enjoyed it. Uh, the, awesome. the bride looked gorgeous. Everything just just went wonderfully. Mm-hmm. Looked beautiful. Everything, everything. Every, not you know, I'm not even talking about just the bride. I'm talking about the whole ceremony looked just fantastic. Really well done. Had a dancing flower flower man. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We did. I mean, we got down. I mean, I thought the baker showed up. With the boogie shoes, I was I was ready. Ugh. So we did that, uh, and then we of course had the reception, which took forever in the day. Uh, I was sitting there going, "Damn, it take a little while until you get them pictures." Because if you've ever been a wedding and you're in the wedding, you know how it goes. You get out, you get out back, and you know do all the cheese, and that's my violent camera explosion like a TMZ reporter. Uh, and so. And then they come on back after an hour, hour and a half while we're all having libation. Libation. I'm, don't worry, I'm sticking to Diet Coke, folks, because drool zones are awful. I had a couple. Uh, but you were decent. You were fine. Uh, you still seemed like you. Yeah. So you didn't bother me. You didn't. If you were wondering if you, if you made me uncomfortable, you didn't at all. Because I never noticed your behavior change. No, yeah. no elongated speech. I can do that without any. I know. Because <laughs> I did. Yeah. <laughs> I had a, I had a great time. Uh, let me tell you, I love you. And I had a great time. That's my guy. <laughs> what happened, to Archie, over here? Damn. Um. So Archie had a little bit of an accident at the draft party. Two time Heisman Trophy winner, bit the duck. He hit the floor. He, I think he had a little bit too much to drink too. All right. And at the draft party, he kind of stumbled off the table and bit the dust. All right. He was just there. I don't remember what pick it was, but he just, he was so shocked by the pick. He went, damn, the Steelers went Kenny Pickett. It might have been the, it might have, actually, you know what? It wasn't Kenny Pickett because we went off the air before that pick was made. Thank goodness. Because then they couldn't see my disgust. What do you got against Kenny Pickett? We didn't need a quarterback, not in the first round. Who who do you prefer? A wide receiver. I mean, I I don't know. I part of me wishes they could have moved up, maybe gotten because I know they weren't going to have any shot to get like a Jameson, James Williamson. I think that's how you say his name, or like a Lave or Wilson or whatever. But they could have got maybe John Dotson, your uh, guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, sir, we do. And there was a couple others that were picked after in the second round before the Steelers picked that I thought maybe they would have picked up. They still picked up a. I thought they picked up a good guy in the second round with uh, Pickens from Georgia, but Pickens. Yeah, how about that? How about that? Pickett and Pickens in the first two rounds for the Steelers. They really know how to pick them. Yeah. Holy pigs can pick them. Fuck on the fuck attach. Fuck on the fuck attach. What are you, uh, Vince promo? Sorry, Roman. Is anybody still watching this show? Who knows? <laughs> they are. God bless them. God love you. Uh, but we went to this wedding. And yeah. and everybody starts dancing and cutting the rug. Lights good all down. I even cut the rug. I'm cheered a little bit as you saw. Mm-hmm. So up. Bruno Mars. Look, like a little Bruno Mars. Big wig in it. But then I notice, because I don't do well in those situations, folks. I don't like them. If you're getting married, please invite me. And if you want me to be there, don't get me wrong. Because I want to be there, but I don't do well in those situations. 
I don't. Uh, it's a, it's an odd conundrum. A paradox, if you will, baby. We can do it your own. Hopefully not show up. Um, <laughs> You're supposed to show up. Uh, look, because I'm. You I, can't do it through Zoom or something like that. Why can't you? That's. I got the virtual world to change everything. You're getting married at White Castle now. That's fair. So here's my thing. Cobb's telling Peter in the car. Uh, Peter is Peter's Peyton. If you don't know, I call her Peter because she, her name is Peter Henry. Because I came up with it one night and it stuck. I was literally just shouting off Peter names: Peter like Montgomery, Peter Jones, Peter. And I went Peter Henry, and she, when this voice goes Peter Henry, and I was like, "That's sticking." <laughs> and it's been like a year and a half now. Uh, so that's where that comes from. Anywho, I was telling her in the car. I've always wondered. Uh. That's what she's my contact, if you ever noticed. Yeah, I, I noticed. Uh, so, so I was like, in the car, I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to get through a wedding. Because you have to be there all day. Yeah. You can't just go when you want. Nope. Because here's what I did, folks. As soon as I started hitting the dance floor, I was like, look at everybody at that dance floor. Using their good legs. And I said, look at nobody near the door. I said, well, they did just have the first dance and all the things you're required to be there for. Pretty much. We did miss the uh, the piece de resistance of the wedding. Well, I may do fromage, <laughs> which is cheese omelet. Still a name French, I know. Because actually, me and Lauren missed it, too. I'll may do fromage. Still a name French, I know. Cheese omelet. It's more than I know. Well, it's from that Dexter's Laboratory meme, you know what I'm talking about? I love your accent. I think so. I may do, you know, we in this state, we call it, and, and here comes a bleeper. In this state, we always go, I love your accent, and the meme thing, right? Yeah. And, but ours is always slicker than shit. <laughs> I don't know if I muted that in time, but. But that's what ours is. But really, it comes from, I love your accent, and he goes, I may do fromage, which if you look it up, means cheese omelet. That's one thing I know in French. Okay, cool. Peyton takes French, right? And so every time I, she says I'm taking a French exam, I go, I may do for mine. <laughs> Anywho, so as soon as I saw, uh, don't worry, we, we will talk wrestling here, folks. Don't worry. We missed you guys. What yeah, can you say? Yeah. So it, it's story time. We will we will talk wrestling. Have have no fear, although Gannity's here. <sighs> That's when I do fear. You should. Anywho... We do this. We and I, I've seen everybody at the dance floor getting down, right? Get down, get down. And I get start down. looking at the door. Uh huh. I mean, I start looking at, at the, the door. door. I go, Peter. Yeah. I got nobody's at the door. Because all of our constituents had had moved away. Everybody had gone to the floor. Yep. Half of them went outside. Half of them were on the dance floor. Yeah, and then I said, and I was, this is my chance. This is my chance. If you've ever listened to Second Chance, the Shine Dance, we're going for it. <laughs> you ever heard that song? It's good. I have, I have not. Well, it's good, too. Okay. Uh, and so I, so I said, yep, this is it. And I had crossed paths with you on the way out the door. We, we locked wheels on us, remember? <laughs> Yes, and you thought your cover had been blown or something? I was like, damn it! 
<laughs> I was, cause, I mean, I was, cause I didn't want to have that. Well, why are you leaving so early? Cause I hate it here. That's why. <laughs> uh, it's nothing against anybody. I just don't do well in these situations. Uh, so did you have any idea I was leaving at that point when we crossed paths? I figured. So, so, so you kind of when when we were, when. So, but I think at that point, so were we. No, you were heading the other way. Oh, were we? Because I was coming towards the the exit. Yeah. And you were coming right past me. I don't remember what I was doing. We I, lo- but we left not too long after you did. And I was like, I'm Because uh, Lauren had to get home. I was like, SpongeBob, I'm on patrol. I'm on patrol. I'm on patrol. Because, see, Red had me scared because she was determined to get me on the dance floor. And I was like, I don't dance. Because <laughs> I can't she do it. She was determined to get everybody on that dance floor. Well, it's, I think it's because she spent too much time at the uh, dance floor tender, uh, bartender. But... But, and so I was, uh, I, so I got a little, I got, you know, and so she leaned over to me, she leaned over to me and I, and I, and I love red dearly. Uh, Hannah's a good friend of mine. She leaned over to me and she goes, well, are you going to dance now? Or you want me to give you some time and try again in an hour? And I said, try again in an hour. Did you hear that conversation when it took place? When she gave me that opportunity, I said, I won't be here in an hour. That was my thought. Like, that was when I knew it's, it's it's time to go. It's time to find a door and get out. So I hightailed it. I didn't say bye to anybody. By the way, we've got some people paying attention to the show. One of those being Debbie. Yeah. She says those butter beers were amazing. They were. I agree. Logan didn't like them. I tried one. And I said this is yucky. I loved them. So that so as soon as Red said, "Well, you got an hour, and we'll try again to get me on the floor, right?" Yeah, I said, "Oh, brother, I've gone." <laughs> I, I told Peter as soon as Red and Debbie walked away, I said, "We are out of here as soon as I find the time." And by God, as soon as I saw everybody migrating like penguins, penguins to the dance floor. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. <laughs> So that's what happened. Cause I don't do well in them situations. Don't. Don't do well. Don't much care for it. Yeah. But I was glad to be there, truly. Because it's a conundrum. I want people to keep inviting me. Oh, you're getting invited. Don't you worry about that. I, I want to be there. But mentally, because I went home and I kicked the hell out of myself. Because here's here's my paradox, and we'll move on to wrestling. (laughs) Okay. Here's my paradox. Okay. I hate going. It's miserable for me. Right. My anxiety cranks up to a 22 or a 54 or a 69. And so, what? John Cena jersey numbers. Um, (laughs) And so... I, so they, they, I get all, you know, I get all in a big kerfluffle, hot under the collar. But then I go home and I go, darn it, why couldn't you have been better? Why couldn't you be there right now enjoying the moment? Enjoying being with your friends and people that you care about. Because I, I love I love Red, I love Debbie, I love Doug. Of course, uh, you know, I, I love you like a brother and McCarthy as well. And it, I just struggle with those things, so that's why I tell it. I tell it. So, but I but I go home and instantly regret it. It's like thinking you're going home with the ten, you go home with the two. 
so kind. Wow. That's offensive to all the twos. Hey. Hey. Uh, hey. Some people might say I'm a two. Hey, hey, California two is an Ohio ten. Accurate. Very accurate. Art Sorry. Art Franklin, how are you, brother? What's up, King Art? Uh, how are you, brother? Good to see you. Good to talk to you. All right, let's talk a little wrestling, shall we? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's my that's why I to to you get the ink when we pass by. Did you think he's leaving? Yep. Did you think about stopping me? No. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. It's okay. Whenever we were thinking of leaving, we had somebody actually stop us, but for totally different reasons because they were just enamored by our wheelchairs. I have no idea why. She said she was a nurse and just wanted to check out our wheelchairs. She I, was very, very drunk. I would have scooted right on past. We tried. It didn't work. Oh, I get, I get unfortunate. I get rude when I'm ready to go. That's it, right there. I, I once, uh, I once was on my way to a concert. Uh, see country music legend Chris Christopherson. Oh, nice. Uh, and there was a lady. I don't know what it was for. Don't care. Uh, <laughs> and I wanted to sign this petition for something, right? Uh huh. Said, nope, can't do it. I got a seat to get to. Can't do it. I'm very particular about time. Like to be like to be punctual to events. I'm not very punctual to hangout sessions. It's not important to me. You know, it is important to hang out, but it's not. I don't need to be there right at five. Whatever. Whenever I get there is when I get there. But if I got a concert or event I'm heading to, I'm punctual. So I I blew by this woman so fast that Peyton said I was rude. Shame. Shame on you. But yeah, we, we tried to escape. Yeah. But then Jason, Andy, and everybody that was actually around us at the time, they, they, were having, they ditched us. They were having fun, actually. They were having way too much fun. Way too much fun, I assume. And we'll, I, I heard he got even more... Rockers. Yeah, with Jason especially. We'll have to ask him. <laughs> anyway, let's talk a little wrestling. That's okay. what we're here for, right? Yep. So that's where we've been. Uh, would you... And then you had a... I had an interesting week before that. Mm. Or after. Well, yeah, that was after, wasn't it? Assuming you're talking about what I think you're talking about. I don't know what you did before. No, you're right. That was the week. That That, was actually that weekend. Yeah. Mm. That next day? Yeah. Would you like to share some of that? I had my backpack stolen out of my car that weekend. I, I was going to a... Wheelchair basketball awards. We had like an award party for the wheelchair basketball team that I uh, coach uh, for kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was only there from one to three. And in that span, I was sitting, uh, my car was sitting in a parking lot. Tons of cars in that parking lot. And somebody apparently, I guess I had my doors unlocked. Somebody got in my car and snatched my backpack out of my car. Had my laptop, my camera in it, my gimbal in it. Had all of my, basically, media equipment in it, and somebody snatched it. So what was your immediate reaction? Hmm. It was a four-letter word that I'm probably not allowed to say right here, right now. Uh, It was, I was disappointed. I was very upset. Uh, I was Screaming, cursing, because here's the thing. I was going to go up to Lancaster because I was going to go 
edit with Jason. Yeah, hang out with the uh, edit the uh, the Springsteen show that we did. Yep. That hopefully at some point we should be able to get up soon so everybody can watch it. Uh, but I I got in and was like, as soon as I realized that happened, I text Jason like, I'm not coming up because all my stuff's gone. All my stuff's gone. I'm going to hurt somebody. Yeah. And the thing that sucks is I, I think I was right underneath the camera on a light post. Haven't heard anything from anybody, whether that be CPD or anybody else. So I don't know if anybody saw anything, but I had a hard drive in there, one terabyte hard drive, had my uh, flash drives in there, my SD cards in there. Everything was in that backpack. And it was a new backpack, too, which kind of sucked, too. So so where are you in uh, the process of getting stuff re- re- reacquired? Or I got a new laptop uh, pretty much that the week after because mm-hmm. um, insurance at least paid for the for the laptop. So I got a new laptop. I got new SD cards. got a new hard drive. That's pretty much it. Looking at cameras, they might pay for it insurance-wise. Um by the way, if you're ever looking for a new camera, even or maybe not even a new camera, but just like a, a little camera to have, check out Amazon, dude. They got cheap, not necessarily cheap, but like for the price, they've got great bundles in terms of like you get camera, lenses, um, SD cards, um, tripod, all in one little bundle for the price of a camera, not bad. So looking at that, but yeah, the biggest thing, the one thing that really ticked me off was losing the hard drive and like losing not so much the laptop, but the work on the laptop. That's what really started to tick me off. Well, cause I, I you know, I know that you do so much with that laptop in terms of, of a lot of what Everything. we do, and other projects that you're projects doing. for all three podcasts I'm a part of, projects for Snapmare Productions, projects for the school. Everything was on there. It's an incredible amount, and and it, what wasn't on there was on the flash drive or the hard drive, which was also in the back. Ah, uh, it was a it was a horrible. What was a great weekend quickly turned into a very very miserable weekend. Well, glad that it is in the reader view mirror. And uh, speaking of rear view mirror, yeah, speaking of rear view mirror, let's see if I can let's see if I can work this out or not. Uh, yeah, uh, there's a lot of people that have had to put WB in their rear view mirror. <laughs> Segways. Nice. Good at job. Least, at least ten of them. Uh, more releases this time of the NXT crowd. The most notable ones being uh, Dakota Kai and uh, our main man, Dexter Lumis. Yeah. Disappointed in that one. Yeah, that, I am too. That, that one stunned like the Dickens. Mm-hmm. They hurt me. They hurt me bad, Mommy. That one hurt. Dakota Kai kind of felt like she'd run her course and she wasn't going to go to the main roster, so I'm not that bothered. But we never got into the real crux of why the hell Dexter Loomis is the way he was. No. And so I'm bothered. I'm bothered. Um, 
these releases are just part of life now with WWE. Yeah. It's just how it is. You know, it takes a real big name to make us go, oh my goodness. Um, what were your thoughts on the uh, 10 releases for NXT? Well, at first, I didn't know that Dexter was a part of the list, and I just knew that it was, you know, that two big names that were popping up, at least at that time, were Malcolm Bivens, who was was the manager of Diamond Mine, and Dakota Kai. And at first, I didn't even know Dakota Kai, because whenever you showed it to all of us, I wasn't even seeing that. I was just seeing the Malcolm Bivens thing, and then something else that I posted, because... Sometimes when you're on your phone, Facebook Messenger is kind of weird about showing you the old photos instead of the new photos. I was like, why in the hell is he laughing? It's like, like okay. I'm like, what happened? Because I thought they were somehow involved with each other. Like, did she join Diamond Mine? Like, what happened? And then I saw that you... She was one of the ones that was released. Like, ah, that sucks. Like you said, though, it, it had run the course with her... Um, I just spilled water on me. That's good. Nah, that's nothing new. That's good. That's nothing new. That's okay. Um, it it run its course. It, it still very much sucks because I think she had a lot of potential, and I was wondering when they were going to try to put her on the main <laughs> roster because I think they should have certainly a long time ago, and instead they stuck her with the Raquel Gonzalez thing, and you know it worked for a while, but. Raquel Gonzalez is still on the roster, but she's not. And Raquel Rodriguez now. Yeah. So it's like, mm, no offense to her, but I think you picked the wrong woman to get rid of, in my opinion. Uh, but it is what it is. Like you said, it's become second nature at this point. It's it, it's just what we have to deal with with the WWE. And honestly, you're seeing a little bit of it with AEW now. A couple of their Stars have been not necessarily released, but they're not they're not renewing contracts. Hmm. So who called that? I mean, we all knew it was going to happen, um, but only one man was vocal. <laughs> it's called business, you know, people. Well, you know that McCarthy's going to come out here and say, "Well, they're not being released; they're being re- just let go of their contracts." Well, that the, they're still losing their damn job. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Uh, Malcolm Bivens thing doesn't really, you know, it is what it is. I saw a lot of people saying he might end up somewhere in AEW. I guess he's got some history with MJF, so that would be kind of cool. If too bad he has a 90-day clause, I would assume. Or no, they're in NXT, so it's 30 days, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, 30 days. I'd imagine the double or nothing just got a little bigger. Oh, wait a minute. It's not 30 days. No. No. Let a little the, bit. The New Japan show just got a little bigger because a lot of people were saying that maybe that him and MJF would get together, but I would hope that maybe he gets put with Wardlow. I think that'd be cool, but that's for later date. Um, and then the Dexter Loomis thing, like you said, that's the one that hurts. Um, because it me bad. Well, it's because he was so over. Like, and don't get me wrong, Dakota Kai was over for a while. But it started to fizzle out. But Dexter Loomis was always one of those characters in NXT where it's like you just can't take your eyes off of it because it's just so interesting. And he he was able to take something by not 
talking. Think about that. A character not talking. No manager, nothing. Just the closest he got was Indy Hartwell. Right. It was the mayor, was the ceremony. Yeah. The, and he talked once. And it was the most over thing that's probably happened in NXT in a long time. And he carries an axe. He, and he carries an axe. By the way, she, her husband just lost his job, and that sucks. Yeah, it what does. They, what are they going to do with that angle now? I don't know. Probably nothing. Oh, it's probably dead. Yeah. It's probably dead. Yep. Because um, it's weird, too, because weren't they teaming up the significant others? Like yeah. Dexter was teaming with uh, whatever his name is? Dexter was with Andy and then do cuts and then uh, yeah. she got cut too, didn't she? She might have. No, 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 no. She didn't. She didn't. Uh, yeah, whatever her name is. She's, it starts with a P. I she's can't. hot, though. We'll give her that. They all are. Uh, well, Beautiful yeah. women. Well, yeah, they're gorgeous ladies. Gotta love <laughs> But yeah, that's that's the one that sucks. Uh, I'd imagine he's either going to end up back in Impact because he's going to get picked up. Sure. Because as much as he got over in NXT, I think it would be foolish not to pick him up somewhere. So whether that be an impact, I wouldn't personally mind seeing him in Ring of Honor. I think that'd be cool. But as long as it's just Ring of Honor and not AEW. AEW is crowded. Yes, it is. Get the hell off my arc. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got us. There's not enough room. <laughs> I'm like Joel Osteen during a flood. <laughs> Shut the doors. <laughs> oh, we're going to hell for that joke. Whew. Whatever he did or didn't do that, I don't know what was. Really no, funny. you're absolutely right. He, for whatever reason, he shut the doors. <laughs> he said, "We are crowded in here." What was it? The pandemic? He shut the doors in too. Like when the first COVID first hit, he still shut the doors. Damn, he shut the door. <laughs> like you got this big freaking. Toilet bowl, almost. I'm here to I'm here to bring people to Jesus. I didn't say nothing about giving them clothes. Oh, <sighs> God. But anywho, I might get the hell off my heart. <laughs> that was good. Whew. Oh. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. We're back. We're back. Oh, shut the damn door. <laughs> got that thing deadbolted. It'll be interesting, though. Um, Dakota Kai, same thing. I'm sure she'll end up somewhere, whether that be Impact or uh, AEW. God, I hope not AEW. Because, to be honest, Impact needs some women wrestlers, too. Impact needs some wrestlers. That's, that's yeah. also true. Well, well, on the thin side. Because even that, like half of their roster is now former Ring of Honor people. Dishonor no or honor no more or whatever their name yeah, is. Honor no more. Ryan Hill, how the hell are you, you worthless piece of lovely? Um, wow, that was that was just brutal. I said worthless piece of lovely. He's wonderful. You still caught him worthless though. Are we doing a red flag this week? I uh, that's up to y'all. I mean, we all watch the race. We all know what happened. So the gonna suck it up. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, anyway, when it comes to AEW and more talent, I am. I'm like, shut the damn door. Yeah. Deadbolt it. Deadbolt it. Uh, it is crowded. All right, well, we need to social distance some of them releases. Talk about a super spreader event. That'd be AEW's locker room. It's full in there. Mm-hmm. And who knows if New Japan finally comes back to the states and hey. re-kicks that up, maybe some of the people will go there. And I hope so. Look, I do too. That I'm would be that would be a great move for a lot of people. I'm not saying these people shouldn't work. I'm saying that AEW has three hours of prime time television a week. One hour that, well, you you, you got to be devoted to watch. Yeah. No no disrespect, but but it is what it is. You know one guy I'm surprised we haven't seen yet, and I don't know if it's because he's not done with his his claws yet or whatever it is. Yeah. Cesaro. Well, uh, maybe he's thinking like the rest of us. It's damn crowded over there. Maybe. Yes, he would fix the mold, but he'd get lost. There's too much. I'm not even thinking he should go to AEW. He should go to NWA. Oh, well, huh. Like in a heartbeat, he fits their mold way too perfectly. Ryan says he's thinking about chicken wings pretty pretty soon. Nothing is official until the pay per view ends Sunday. Ryan, nothing is official. Your Nostradamus predictions are offensive. <laughs> I mean, he's they're in a six man tag. It's it's pretty official. Would you shut the hell up? I'm, hey, I'm sorry. Brock Lesnar, and for some reason, you're hearing this. Please come to the show. I need you to just show up at Backlash. I don't care if it's literally to take a poop. Just need you to be on TV. <laughs> Are we bringing back the hidden uh, camera show that they used to do? I forget the name of it. Um, so, what, so was, what was the name of that? The hidden camera thing? Swerved? They, no. Remember, like, they would show cameras footage from like backstage I don't know confidential maybe it was during like the attitude era they were doing that stuff stupid stuff do a lot of stupid stuff now yeah that's true that's true there's already a divorce on the horizon (laughs) so Brock Lesnar needs to show up at this pay-per-view some way somehow to do something either way I'm eating chicken wings or I owe Ryan chicken wings I'm we've just, talked about my budget. I'm <laughs> I'm just there to enjoy chicken wings. Can you understand at least why I was very confident to take that bet? Yeah. All right. Unfortunately, it's looking it's not looking so good there, buddy. Not. But but you know how I like to find hope in things. <laughs> Sometimes to a fault. Yes. If he's going to start a new feud, uh, where's he going to start? Uh, uh, Anything's possible. Oh, of course it is with you. You can talk your way into any, believing anything. And a lot of, not and everything, but a lot of what I've talked myself into, I've talked you into. And sometimes. I know. I've even ruined, apparently talked Vince into. It ruins my mental psyche. So, with all due respect, Ryan, I love you, but go to hell. But we'll see. We'll talk after backlash. Quit assuming. When you assume, you're an ass. Of course you are anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, have you seen this new edict by WWE with the younger talent? I have not. This was news to me whenever you wrote it down, so I have not. So please explain. Here we go. 
And I can send you the link if you'd like. Yeah, yeah, sure. WWE is reportedly uh-huh. giving the new hires, the new signees, just 90 days to start showing some improvement. If they're not showing improvement, they're much more likely to get the axe. A la, we, one name we have not mentioned in the this newest batch of cuts. Ali? No. Allah Ali? He's, he's, he's back. This newest batch of cuts, Harland. Harland was reportedly released. Not you know, Oh, that's right. Budget cuts were, were, were the, you know, that's mm. the PR. But through the grapevine, as Marvin Gaye, or if you prefer, prefer to the CCR version, would say. You ever heard of the CCR? Yeah. It's Big League 10. It's like mm. 10, it's a 10-minute jam, you know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, I like to get down. I can tell. But... Reportedly, WWE is just giving new hires 90 days to start showing some real improvement on in-ring stuff or else you might get the axe. And that is uh, that looks to be kind of the company policy for now. Let me see if I can find that article. But uh, based on those initial thoughts, I've got to find this article, but uh, do me a favor. And in the business, we call it Kill Some Time. Um, and uh, do me a favor. What are your thoughts on that? I'm going to give you more details as soon as I find said article. But but just based on your your your, let's call them naked assumptions. What do you think of that? Ninety days, and if you don't show improvement, there's a good chance you're gone. I'm not surprised, but at the same time, I don't know if that's really worthwhile. For them to try that because they're already not too friendly with talent. So, um, hooray! They took on a normal business practice approach. Basically, this is what most companies do: is you got ninety days to have like a. It's not even called a suspension, like a it, performance review. Yeah, I, I forget what the actual term for it is. It's not. Um, I was going to say suspension, but it's not that. It's almost a probation. Probation. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. It, it's basically a ninety-day probation period. Which I mean, in developmental, okay, that makes sense. All right, whatever. If this is their plan for everybody, uh, like even if they don't, because. What if they don't have them come into NXT? Because they've done that before. Now, I assume now that they've gone back to it's developmental, they're going to put everybody basically, no matter who the hell you are, through NXT, which maybe they should just to get everybody acclimated to what it's like there. Whatever. I know there's people that are going to probably disagree with that, but it is what it is. It's hell. It's life is hell. There's my TED talk for the day. Um, so, <laughs> did you like that? In the words of Vince McMahon, remember when he said this to Edge, life sucks, yeah. and then you die. <laughs> and then you die. I, does it anger me? No. Is it annoying? Probably, because it's like. I think the reason it's annoying is because in this business, it takes more than 90 days to really get over. Like, I don't think you're going to find, and maybe that's not true for all talents. Maybe there are some talents that you, you know, find are going to get over in 90 days. Cause that's what three months. Yeah. So 
all right, I get the I get the idea behind it. But there are some people that don't get over right off the bat and you know, you have them in the company for a year and then they get over. Sometimes it takes a, a, a long build to really do it. Uh, look at it this way. Yes, he was over to an extent. But can you imagine if we'd have just hot shotted Goldberg after just three months to Hogan? No, it was it was it was it was a year worth of build. Actually, I'll give you I'll give you a recent example. Um, I don't know how accurate it is time wise, but have you been keeping up at least a little bit with NXT? Sure, Joe Gacy. Yeah, if they had not let him do what he's doing now, he'd have been gone. That whole PC culture and you know safe space stuff. That wouldn't have flown. The way that that was being perceived, it wouldn't have worked. Or at least they probably would have seen it not working. Mm -hmm. And he'd have been gone. What I've seen with him from this Braun Breaker feud is gold. Gold. Because he's made it into his own and developed. So I found the report. I found the report. All right, here we go. <clears throat> All right. Let's play read along with Uncle Logie. Lay, lay it on me. All right. WWE is reportedly giving its talent just 90 days to show improvements or else they may get reported, according to Uncle Dave, on the latest edition of Wrestling Observer Radio. Releases in WWE have become more frequent over recent years. Yeah, that's a duh. And last week, the company cut another 10 employees last week from NXT. I don't know who read this article, but it doesn't need that extra last week. There were a variety of reasons for that. It had been reported that Harlan had been let go due to lack of in-ring progress. That is something the WWE is now looking at for all new wrestlers that join. Don't know who writes this article, but they can't write where the damn... Um, <laughs> talent will reportedly be fine if they're showing steady progress throughout the time, but if there is not... Napper, listen to this one. But if there is not a quick improvement, then there is a chance it will not be kept around long past the 90 days. This even includes those who sign long-term contracts, as even they would be given 90 days to showcase their ability. Melcher did add Uncle Dave that Harland had shown enough had not shown enough progression in his time with the company overall. Not all the wrestlers who were released last week, such as Co- uh, Dakota Kai, were, were due to this new rule. Her release was due to WWE not seeing her as a main roster talent. They don't see Dakota Kai as a main roster talent. So what do you think of those new rules? And then I had missed this part in the original when I read it because it's a you know three paragraphs of Uncle Dave gibberish. Uh, but what do you think of the new rules? And then... There's something to chat about for a second. Her release was was due to WWE not seeing her, Dakota Kai, as a main roster talent. You have the floor. I'll start with the rule itself. Like I said before, I I'm used to that kind of a rule because it's kind of a everyday job kind of rule. Like you're used to, especially in like you know, retail and stuff like that. You see that kind of stuff where they put you on like a 90 day probation. It's not necessarily that, Hey, 90 days, we're going to fire you, but Hey, you know, just to keep you in the, in the loop, you're under a microscope for these first 90 days. And if things don't pan out, you could be gone. Um, like I said, it's still kind of weird in this business because 
it's hard to put somebody's career in 90 days in wrestling because you don't know when they're going to get over. They could make one switch, one flick of the switch in 91 days and not 90, and now they're really over. So, and, and, you know, it does say after 90 days, you know, yeah. you could be released. So who knows? Maybe there's still some leniency there. Uh, I would really, really be curious to see what they consider progress. Plus, I want to know how hard is that individual working? If they haven't made progress yet in yeah. the way they'd like to see, are they busting their ass? Are they at the training center giving it what they got? Or, you know, or are they just kind of... And that's my question with Harlan, because... You booked him in a character that does not speak, really was not even present very much as far as just being a basically presence beyond that, like character wise. They always stuck him in a couple of matches on NXT level up. Right. Which is on Peacock. And again, you got to. You gotta be dedicated. So what progress were you looking to have or looking to see out of him that you weren't seeing? And that's again, my that's my question. And again, I want to know how hard was he working? Because I think because I'm not a quick learner. I'm not. I'm not a quick learner in anything in life. I, I'm not. I've made that very clear to all of you, made it clear to everyone that I've ever do business with. I'm not a quick learner. But I will always try. Mm-hmm. But I will always try. But I will screw up some obvious things because of Number one, not a quick learner. Number two, I, I uh, overthink. And so sometimes I forget and I go, you know, breathe. You can do this. Just breathe. Anywho, my point being is as someone that isn't a quick learner, what I want to see and what I would hope that, and maybe this is factored in, we don't know, and maybe this is all rubbish. We don't know. That's right, rubbish, British word. Because Uncle Dave will have you thinking that uh, Ricky Steamboat and Jake Roberts are going to die. Um... What I want to know is, is WWE factoring in, well, hey, this guy is working hard. Yeah, it's taking him longer than we'd like to, to, to get to where we want him to go, but he keeps busting his hind end. He's at the performance center when he's, when he's got the time to work, and he shows up on time, pleasant attitude, and those sort of things. That's what I want to know because that's, that's how I, I look at it for myself is, is I'm not a quick learner. I, I'm not. But what I can promise you is that I'll show up, and I'll try to show up on time, and I'll give you a pleasant attitude and hopefully a few chuckles, and hopefully you're willing to help me and teach me. So I, I hope that's factored in. All right. Now, what are your thoughts on Dakota Kai not being viewed as a main roster talent? If that's true. I, I can understand to a degree why. Because and who knows? Maybe this was not even her own fault. But it is kind of interesting that out of the Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez duo, for whatever reason, they saw more out of Raquel than they did Dakota Kai. I don't know why. Um. To me, I think it's kind of kind of sad because I I did see main event star in her if they had actually given her the chance because if you look at back at the the war games feud that they had where you know she break I don't who was she, was it Tegan Knox yeah and she she 
broke her leg, you know, unfortunately, realistically. We're out with that. We're out with that cage. Yeah. Like that, that was some quality stuff. And then when they had their feud, it was even better until unfortunately Tegan Knox got injured again. Um, it just, it was like she was never given a full chance to show that she had the main event star, but maybe they saw, and you know, this is the WWE and everybody's going to have their opinion on them or what they see, what they don't see. They're out of date. They're out, you know, they're out of touch. They know what they like. They know what they want to see. And apparently she didn't have it. And I'm just curious what it was they didn't see because she clearly could develop multiple characters. She was, to me, she was very good at both being a heel and a face. And so I, I find it odd. I'm not surprised, but I find it odd that they didn't see her as a main event star because she had every making to be one. And, you know, they never gave her the opportunity to really try. Because she kept getting put in weird storylines. My opinion. Well, he, well, here's the thing. Um, you have to remember that now it's two different people we're dealing with. This oh, point. I know. Uh, you know, we're talk. Her best years were obviously during the Triple H era of NXT. Mm-hmm. Now we're in Bruce Pritchard slash Shawn Michaels slash Vince McMahon era of NXT. Right. Where so it's so it's it's tough. What what Vince and Bruce sees a star, in my view, tends to be a little different than what Triple H sees as a star. I don't know enough yet about Shawn Michaels as a producer or overseer of talent to tell you what he sees as, as, as a star or give a give an opinion. I might be wrong on all these gentlemen, but there's a whole lot of evidence that we can infer. So we have to keep that in mind that what Triple H sees in Dakota Kai might be different than what Bruce, Sean, Vince see in Dakota Kai. And that's unfortunately what really matters, rightfully or wrongfully. Because it's his damn company. And, you know, it all falls that, you know, he is, pardon the pun, he is the head of that table. No, I will not pardon that pun. How dare you? We all know that WWE is truly an audience of one. Sometimes that's great. Sometimes it's bad. We don't don't need to debate that at the moment. But we all know it. it, it, That's what it's about. Mm -hmm. It's about do I like it? And hopefully everybody else likes it. (laughs) Well, and Vince has said on on the interview he did with Pat McAfee, like he sees the comments on the internet and stuff like that. And for the most part, he kind of, tones them out because they're for the most part complaining just to complain. And so everybody gets so up in arms about it, but in a way he's kind of right sometimes. Well, I think Tony Khan pays too much attention to the internet. And that's the other problem is neither. Nobody's really found that medium. I think it should be valued and it should be a part of the equation. It shouldn't be your whole piece. Yeah. Uh, because there's many examples where the internet got it right. Daniel Bryan, CM Punk, those are two huge names. Mm-hmm. But there's, there's there's instances where the internet's gotten it wrong. If the internet got their way, then John Cena's not a megastar. Uh, and John Cena isn't 
you know, Roman Reigns isn't either. Right. In terms of in terms of the push he got, and frankly, uh, if the internet got their way, you know, it, it doesn't apply now. But twenty years ago, they were complaining about Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan had another great run in him twenty years ago, and mm-hmm. did do that with the Undisputed Championship and all that. Right. So it's so yes, the internet should be valued and respected, and let's care about what their opinion is, but also. It, he is right about the fact that sometimes, and we all do this, we're all a little too cynical. So did anybody give a rat's of a, did anybody give the flip of a nickel about the backstage story between Stone Cold and The Rock? No. Did anybody care about the backstage story between The Rock and Hogan? No. Was it a good match? No. But it's an iconic match because we just watched and we enjoy it. Uh, did anybody anybody care about the backstage story of Hogan Andre? Uh, countless Taker feuds. Did, does anybody know the backstage story of, of Taker and Kane? No, we just we just sat and enjoyed it. So that to me uh, needs to be yes. We have an opinion. We have a right to that opinion. We should be expressing that opinion. But at the same time, don't be so cynical and try to hijack the show. And and also, uh, like like Bully Ray has said on on Busted Open. Some segments aren't for you. It's a variety show. Yeah. Some segments aren't for me. Aren't for you. Uh, you know, the ratings, the quarterly ratings for women shot up during the Lana Bobby Lashley fiasco. Did everybody except me because I can just put it aside and tolerate goofiness because, like, it's wrestling. Why the hell not? But everybody on this show and online, except for me, because like I said, I don't, I, not, I didn't enjoy it. But like, if I'm, if I'm going to watch this stupid stuff, I'm going to play along. I chuckle. I, I there was a couple times where they they got my attention. So, but the quarterly ratings shot up for women. I, I'm sure it is right now with the wedding stuff that they've got on Monday Night Raw. So just because it don't appeal to you, it doesn't mean it doesn't it doesn't have any appeal to anybody. You know, it's well, and that, that's the thing that I think a lot of wrestling fans need to remember a lot is exactly that is they're not booking a show for just the wrestling fan, and there's going to be, or you know, just the hardcore wrestling fan. There's going to be a lot of hardcore wrestling fans. Why not? My opinion, they have billions upon billions of people that watch the show across the world, mm. they cannot cater to just you. Well, it's, you know, it's like, it's, wrestling is that weird thing of, of all in between. Some segments are for you, some are not. Just like in in life, you there are TV shows you enjoy, and there are TV shows you don't. And you don't call people stupid for enjoying, if you prefer The Simpsons over Family Guy or South Park, you know, I'm just going with animated iconic yeah. sitcoms here. Nobody's calling up somebody stupid because they feel that way. They're just like, well, I don't watch that because it's not my thing. And that's that's how it is. Why, why can't we just apply that to some of these more cringy segments? Anywho, is there anything uh, to get to comment-wise or just, just checking? Um, I haven't seen anything. All right. Uh, just, just checking. Uh, like I said, how do you feel about it? These releases, let us know. One more thing to talk about release-wise, and then we got to take our uh, take a break, and then we'll talk about some lazy booking. 
Laser booking. Uh, Roderick Strong has reportedly asked for his release from the WWE multiple times. Have you seen that piece of news, Nabbert? I have. He wants to be undisputedly elite, I'm assuming. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so what are your thoughts on Roderick Strong reportedly asking for his release multiple times? Uh, I'm surprised it took this long. Uh, you knew this was going to happen at some point. Like, uh, this one shouldn't shock anybody. Because mm-hmm. all his buddies, all his friends are in AEW. You know, they're basically doing the same thing they were doing in NXT. Yeah, kind of. So, it's no surprise that he wants to probably go be with his friends. His, are they married? Him and, um, was it Shafir? Yeah, married or engaged. I, I, I think they're married, but I mean, she's in AEW now. So, it makes sense. Want to be with where the family is. You know, both. Wrestling family in real life. Mm-hmm. So I don't fault him for it. And honestly, he, he did what he, he did what he could. I don't think he wants to go to the main roster. And honestly, I think he's kind of run his course in NXT mm-hmm. because he's done pretty much everything. The only thing he really hasn't done is win the world title, I think, because I don't think he ever did that. I know he's won the uh, uh, North, American. North American Championship quite a few times. Which one has been holding the the cruiserweight title? So, I mean, let him live if he wants to leave. Let, I said, let him leave. Of course, you never know how these things turn out. Now, with uh, I didn't think we'd ever see Ali on. I didn't day. either, and I guarantee not a lot of people did either. So, and we'll talk more about that later on in the show. So, maybe Vince pulls some Jedi mind tricks <laughs> and uh, get something going. We'll see. With that, what we're going to do is we're going to take our first break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the unified tag title match that isn't happening anymore. <laughs> Why? We don't know. Well, we'll speculate right along with you when we come back. This is Shoot the Turnbuckle presented by Bruiser Nation Productions right here on Heel Turn Wrestling. Stay tuned. we got to talk about this match that isn't happening anymore. Mm. We'll be right back.
there, Bruiser Nation. Raise those anchors and get ready to wear the official merch of Bruiser Nation Productions. Visit BruiserNationProductions.KenCustom.com and show the world your love of the Bruiser Nation as you go about your day in style. We have Bruise Cruise Podcast and to the turnbuckle tees, hoodies, jackets, shoes, bags, and even pillows. You heard that right. Pillows. That's BruiserNationProductions.KenCustom.com Once again, BruiserNationProductions.KenCustom.com And remember, Bruiser Nation, stay good, because I'm always good. Again, friends, and welcome back to the Turnbuckle presented by Bruiser Nation Productions, right here on Nerd Turn Wrestling. Again, we want to remind you that if you need podcast edited or anything like that, or photos taken for your big event, wrestling event, or otherwise, go to BruiserNationProductions.com and uh, work out a deal with our buddy Jason Mac, Daddy McCarthy, today. Speaking of Mr. Mac Daddy McCarthy, I believe he's joined us yes. for these for the two hours. Two hours. That's, that's time. Mr. McCarthy, wow. how uh, the hell are you? Last you? time I saw you, you were uh, pretty sauced at a wedding, my friend. How are you? I am wonderful. That was a great time, by the way. That was such a fun wedding. Uh, I'm sorry that you were miserable. Did you at least try the buffalo chicken empanadas? I did. You know, weren't those the shit? God, though? those were good. <laughs> those were so good. I missed those. I was so mad when I put oh, the lid yeah, on him. Some bitches, that was going to let us go to work. What'd you say, Jason? I said, I knew one of you missed them, but I couldn't remember. I, was, I mean, I was, I, I, was, was, like, was like, I was like, I was like, man, I'm going to go to Tizown. To Flat Tizown. 
These, uh, these uh, what do they call McCarthy? Remind me, remind me. Buffalo chicken empanadas. Yeah, those. Uh, and man, shoot. And then I did get two more because, uh, well, Doug's a, a wimp when it comes to spicy food. Let me tell you what. <laughs> See, if I'd have, if I'd have left the lid off, I wouldn't have snuck out. I'd have, I'd have, they'd have been falling out of my damn pockets. You were both like gone. Yeah. Well, look, uh, when you come with dates, and obviously we are both engaged men. Yes. Uh, congratulations to us, and my God, how are they so unlucky? Uh, <laughs> they, 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 they. Wow. Oh. Huh. Fair. Uh, uh, we're lucky, Matthew. Yeah. But when you come to you're already with you dating, therefore you don't have to put in the, the, the legwork, for lack of a better term, that you had to put in trying to find a date for the evening. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you found one, that's for sure. Well, for sure. We, uh, yeah. oh, well, don't worry, we're not... Uh, don't pay no attention to your rundown, folks. Pay no attention. What just happened? Hold on here. What do you mean? I'm just curious how this all turned around back to me. Oh, this show is always... I think we should, I think we should focus on the rundown, sir. No, no, I think we should. Hey, I found my sticker. All right. Nice, good job. Anywho... Anywho. I want to know, McCarthy, right here, <laughs> from a god in the world. What do you want to know? I didn't hear that part. Sorry. He, he hasn't he, got to it yet. I haven't gotten to it yet. I want you to update us on, on did you uh, did you get the gal you were eyeballing? Did you, uh, did you uh, go over and court her just, like just according to me? And uh, did you guys... You know, you set up a couple of lunches, or she tossed back a couple of cold ones. I'm talking about Pepsi Cola, of course. You're gonna have to repeat whatever you said, McCarthy, because you were muted. Oh my God, are you serious right now? This, well, then this, fix this, your this, this, fix this, your stupid echo issue. I don't have the echo issue. That's on you. I no, that's it. on you. Every time I mute you, I don't hear an echo. That's 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 your equipment, buddy. No, that's oh, your that's equipment, buddy. How is it mine? I don't have it. Because if it mutes you and then it stops, it means it's on you. That's not how it works. Yes, it is. No. Nope. Don't believe it. Hold on. Don't hold believe on. it at all. <laughs> Did you ever Did produce, you a produce a show on this network? network? What? No. Once? Twice? I don't know. Well, you well, know... <laughs> Because of a lot of reasons, reasons that I've produced a fair amount, and now Napper has produced a boatload. boatload. Therefore, when we both tell you if we mute and it stops, it's on you. We're men of experience. It's, there's nothing Anywho, I can do about it. So Card, let's get down to what really matters here on this here on show. The, ooh, I know what would fix update it. Update us on your uh, romantic pursuits. How'd it go? Are you guys talking or was it one of those 
you look good when I'm drunk, and you look good when I'm drunk. So to say, how's it going? Let us know. We want, we want the we want the minister update right now. Look, look. First of all, where'd everybody go? I see the OMS banner. I can't rant and rave if I can't see you. Second, you know what might fix the echo? Headphones. No, no, it won't. Picking up things. You know what might my mic is muted, dude. Yes, it will. You know my no my echo my damn business. I gotta know. I gotta know. Wait, what? I gotta know. I gotta know. You gotta know what? He is dodging the question. Why would I dodge the question? It's fine. We're still talking. It's good. Nothing. There's not much to tell. I'm in no rush. It's totally fine. Uh Uh Wow. Now what is going on? Oh, okay. Now I see more things. But yeah, we still chit chat. It's fine. Still chit chat. It's fine. You guys going on any dates or anything like that? Not yet. But we'll see. I said, I'm in no hurry and I'm busy. She's kind of busy, so it's fine. We're back! Third time to kill me. Kill me. Third time to kill me. Kill me. I saw you. Look, look. look. We are live on air. Like, I'm not telling, not that anything did happen, but come on, man. If there's any, ever anything to tell, it will be told to you in person. Or text message, not not on the air. That ain't happening. Oh my God, can you imagine the YouTube content of you got explicit right here? Right here. I, I can tell you we wouldn't be using this studio anymore. Based on what you Based told me, me, it might not be flown for this world anyway. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. Anywho. Anywho. All right. So that's been the last of an update update from the the Melon Melon Minister, Jason May Daddy McCarthy. Poo poo. Poo frickin' poo. Damn it. Aren't you disappointed? Disappointed? Very. I mean, I was when I was. They were they were in the field. In the field. Tip tell to the tulips, if you will. Tiny Tim reference. Give me your best tiny tip. No. All right. All right. But yeah, but yeah. I'm kind of tip kind of the tulips, and I'll be doggone. Not there yet. All right. Well, let's talk about some lazy looking. So we have a we have a very slacking minister, but we also have a slacking billionaire. Um, if you look at your rundown, gentlemen, I simply typed, "What happened to the unified tag team championship match?" Because that's all I've heard about for for two and a half weeks or so, right? And now we're just. Throwing it, throwing it, throwing it out the window. Uh, Mr. Napper, I'll start with you. 
We got a six-man tag for nothing. Yep. They're not any brand new belts or no. There's no contendership or it's not a winner takes all. Yeah, there's no there's there's let's just do a six-man tag, pal. What is going on? They realized they didn't want to do the Shinsuke match. They wanted to do Drew match, but don't want to do the Drew match right now because they want to save it for a really, really important, like, clash in the castle or whatever the hell. Yeah. Although I am kind of excited for that one, so that should be cool. Should be cool. Bet Brock Lesnar will be there. (laughs) Are you sure you want to die on that hill twice? In September? Yeah. You don't think he'll be there? I don't know. That's a long ways away. Anything can happen. Sure. Well, sure, I presume anybody could die, but I doubt it. (laughs) Everybody dies. Thank you, Tracy Smothers. (laughs) And Lance Archer. Uh, um, And really, in a weird way, Tommaso Ciampa, no one will survive. That's true. Although, didn't he change it when he was like, yeah, now it's just Champa, and now it's a different thing. Yeah, now it's everyone. I don't know what it is. His name's just Champa. I know it is. You got half his name chopped off. I'm, I'm chomping at the bed for more cuts. <laughs> I'm kind of curious what they're going to do with that, but it is what it is. Yeah. What uh, happened to the Unified Tag Team title match we've been hearing all about? They're saving it for another pay-per-view. What pay-per-view? SummerSlam, probably. SummerSlam, probably. What? Stupid. I know. Although, I, I the unification... The, the, the unification match probably is going to happen to Hell in a Cell. As far as Roman and Drew, probably not going to happen until SummerSlam. As for why we booked this, I don't flippin' know. Booking. It's because they have no idea what they want to do with Roman and they've even admitted it. Nope, there's no they. There's no they. They don't know. There's no they. <laughs> Vince doesn't know? Is that what I was supposed exactly. to say? Exactly. Exactly. I'm sorry. Exactly. There's no they in that company. <laughs> Writers, I don't know. No, they they know. They've probably thought it out really well. There is one guy that they will, yes, they probably have. There is one. They're guy drama writers. I don't know what the hell they're talking about. But doesn't mean it's not well thought out. Well, That's I've seen, fair. I've seen great drama on TV. That's fair. Uh, Nothing beats wrestling, though. I don't know. Our political system gives it a good run. That's fair. It's a good run. That's fair. Anywho, especially now, that's as close as we're going to get to talking about all that. Yeah, because we're three guys. Uh, Well, (laughs) anywho, we're two and a half men. No, just two. McCarthy, which is one half, half. Oh yeah. So two. We're like a Reese's pack at the. Gas station. So, anywho. Okay. Yeah. So, no unification match. 
Yeah, we're going to do a six-man tag. Not that it's a bad match. No, it's not. I don't know if it's pay-per-view headline worthy, and I don't know if it's worthy after we have done this four weeks. I'll stop breaking the equipment. I was going to say, what the hell was that? It's, it's, it's my frustration. Why am I in a group called the Lake of Love? I don't know. Why are you in a group called the Lake of Love? I knew I'd tell you. I mean, hey, what you do outside of these studios, your business. Hey, man, it is. <laughs> are you sure you didn't have a butterbeer? I took one sip of a butterbeer, and now I'm in a group called the Lake of Love. Well, I just shared the podcast with them. They're going to love it. Well, what's more loving than this podcast? Yeah, McCarthy, you stupid gray-haired son of a... So, McCarthy, I want your thoughts. Why aren't we getting the unified title, uh, unified tag team title match? Is this the right call? Now we're getting a six-man tag. What are we doing? I don't know what they're doing. I don't know. It, it just doesn't make sense, like... They should have just stuck with Nakamura. I don't know why they pulled off of that because obviously they wanted to do the Drew McIntyre feud after the Nakamura feud. Well, now you've shortened like your half of your summer because Drew's obviously going to wrestle Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. Why we're not unifying the tag titles now, I couldn't even venture a guess why they all of a sudden said, wait, what? No, we're not going to do that anymore. We're just going to put all these dudes in a six-man tag instead. It's going to be fine. Unless they do something crazy and say, winner take all championships. Boy, I'd be okay with that. That'd be more lazy booking. Oh, I hate it. I, I really hope they don't do that. I hate it. That would suck. Booty cheeks. Absolute cheeks. This is... Do you agree, Mr. McCarthy, because Napper is a little skeptical that this is not on the writers, this is on this one is on man, man, the chief individual of that company, the chairman of the board, wouldn't you agree? I would say part of it is. He's the one that says yay or nay on just about everything. I this think he is, came in there and decided, the no, don't like it. It's on the writers, too, for not thinking of something better. Well... I blame the look. There's a lot I get frustrated with the writers on, but we have seen over the past year, especially more and more reports and rumors of Vince rolling in at 12 noon or whatever he might get to the building and just just tearing up the the script for the day and saying that don't work, that don't work, that don't work, just on his whim. Have we not, Mr. McCarthy? Oh yeah, we definitely have. Yeah, we've seen, especially in the last year or so, we've seen a lot more of those type of reports, right? So I think he showed up on SmackDown that morning or that afternoon, whenever he got there, right? And my belief don't have anything to back this up on at all. There's, I think though he probably, eh, I don't want to do that. I don't like it. Damn it! And so. I because we don't even know what we're doing with Austin Theory on Raw. 
He's there. He's kind of there. He's not there. Yeah. There is no plan. None. There is no thought out process at all. There is. It used to be, here's the feud I want for SummerSlam, and we're backwards from it. Now it's, I'm showing up at 2. I'll write you the show. I'll see you at 8. We, we, it, it, it doesn't work. It, it doesn't work that way. And it's it's. It's frustrating because everybody that works for that company deserves better than that. And it's not to say that Vince isn't working hard. He's working all the time. He's working even when he's not there. But we deserve a more clear, thought-out direction so we can do our best stuff with it. If you got to – think about it. The backup quarterback has no chance if he's told that day you're the backup quarterback, go in, and guess what? Burrow's hurt. It's better if he's got a week of practice to get familiar with the guys, get a little bit of the playbook, right? You can't roll in there. Well, I mean, you can, obviously. Sure he can. But the writers, and again, I've had plenty of criticism on this show, and I continue. I will continue to. But we have to look at it that way for a second. You, we don't roll in off the street and expect our baseball players, football players, basketball players, everything else to. They better be ready to go. We we don't go set up a broadcast. It just, it just thirty minutes beforehand. We're there early in the day to set that up, if not a day beforehand. When NASCAR goes to these tracks, they're starting to set up Wednesday. My point being. Is how can we get the best out? Even if there's way too many TV writers in wrestling, because I got news: TV and wrestling aren't the same thing. Wrestling is wrestling, TV is TV. It's not the same thing. It's not. If you think it's the same thing, stop watching because you're wrong. Uh, it's not the same thing. It's 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 not. And I know that some people sometimes McCarthy wants to get on his stupid high horse, and he wants to talk about how it's the same thing. It's not the same thing. It's not ever going to be the same thing. Not as long as I'm on the planet. Not gonna allow that. So how are we, McCarthy? And then we'll go to you now. But how are we supposed to? Even though there are far too many writers, they don't have a. They don't have a. They couldn't name a wristwatch or a wrist lock for nothing. But how are we supposed to get the best out of those proverbial morons if they're not even given a shot to know the playbook? Because again. Every other thing in life isn't just told, well, turns out that changed. You know what I'm saying? What are your thoughts on that? It doesn't a lot fall on Vince for not at least giving those proverbial idiots the chance to not be so damn stupid? I mean, sure, you could say that, but at the end of the day, you should be used to it by now. You need backup plans. Used to it doesn't mean it's... You know, I'm I'm it's used to right, but like it it takes away the excuse. It's been happening for a while. Like it shouldn't be done that way. I don't know why Vince. Beca- and one of the major re- things that bothers me is that was a big gripe about WCW after it got bought. That came out. They never knew what they were doing. The shows were never finished. Yeah, and it- now Vince, twenty years later, is doing the same stuff. He got old, Kimasabi. He got old. Well, this is we're in the Buckeye State, right? Right? No, it's not, not a shot. Not a oh, shot at all. Okay. Who's the backup quarterback of the Buckeyes? 
I know CJ Stroud's going to start. At the moment, I think it's Kyle McCord. Kyle McCord. God forbid if CJ Stroud hasn't missed a game for whatever reason, right? Would Ryan Day waltz in there Saturday morning and tell Kyle McCord, you're in? Depending on when he got hurt, probably no, not. No, no. I, I mean, I mean, obviously, if he gets hurt during the game, it's a little different, right? But if it was obvious, or yeah. if it was like last week, and if he, then if he had an inkling that, hey, Kyle, you might have to play Saturday, don't you think he'd have got him some reps in practice? Yes, absolutely. Told him, hey, look at this version of the playbook. Go over this. Just stay ready, kid. Yeah, exactly. The only Vince. And maybe turn to con, I don't know, but I don't think so. But only Vince thinks, hey, six hours to showtime. I know we had this plan for three weeks. I just scrapped it. And it'd be different if it was an outright better idea. You know, if it was if it was his next genius thing that's going to send us to the stratosphere of another wrestling boom, then this would all be a bunch of hogwash malarkey. But it's not. But it's not. No other world do you expect, especially regularly. Once in a while, hey, things happen. But in no other world is it considered regular to, hey, boss just walked in six hours ago for showtime. I know we've had this story for three weeks that people have watched. I'm not saying it's a great story, but I'm saying why have I watched the last three weeks? Because you literally just made that entirely worthless. You literally have said, all right, I know you baked no cookies. I know you have them heating up in the oven. That's fine. I'm going out for cookies anyway. Then why did I bake the cookies? I like cookies. Mr. Napper, thoughts on this? You get what I'm saying? Like, no, I do. World, and, I, and I love this. Believe me, even in his even in his current state, he is more creative than most thoughts that Tony Khan ever has during the day. Uh, I, and I certainly trust him more to run a business. Wouldn't you? Don't you trust Vince to run the business more than Tony Khan, McCarthy? What'd you say? You're muted. Uh, no, no, I don't. Oh, you should. You should. No. You should. I, I haven't trusted this for a long time, bro. McCarthy, what are your thoughts? Are your thoughts? Or not McCarthy, we're done with him. Napper, what are your thoughts? Yeah, we're done with him. Mute. Uh, no, my thoughts are the same as yours. Like, eh. It's become laughable at this point. Like, we've been able to just kind of joke about it, but it is kind of pathetic that it's just, it's continuous and it shouldn't be this way. And I don't understand. Like, even listening to the actual, like, the man himself explain it, like, yes, yeah, some of what he said made sense to me. And it gave a, a better idea of what his mindset is going into. It doesn't mean that it's completely correct and shouldn't be at least a little bit addressed. Like, the, like for the, the fact of the matter is you still come in at least reportedly and blow up shows the day of on the regular. And so like, even if it works out for you, great, but that's not a, 
that's not a healthy working environment. Like if, you know, I work here at the school. If, if we just came in every class and was like, yep, nope, we're not teaching that today. We're going to teach this. Like we're not teaching audio anymore. We're just going to teach you how to, I don't know, work Photoshop. Like, okay, cool. You learn how to work Photoshop, but not what you were supposed to be learning. Which is what you told me to study. Right. (laughs) Like, we just did all this work in studio for like a week. And now you're making us do Photoshop. I'm so confused. It it just, it's so, it's so scatterbrained. And it makes little to no sense. And I, I know he knows what he's doing for the most part. Sure. Like, I, I do believe that. With his two wheels going all the time. Remember how he told he's got another. Even while he, he was having creative thoughts during his conversation with Pat. Right. But for some reason, the hamster is not dead, but it's running in reverse. And we want to know why. He's a mad scientist to tell you. <laughs> Ryan had a comment for me. He goes, I don't know why you were so confident. Ryan, I'll tell you why I was so confident. We've only got three hours to kill. Mind your business. (laughs) Nobody heard that anyway. I did. Hurt my feelings. Ryan, I was so confident because the show is called WrestleMania Backlash. And he was advertised for like two weeks. WrestleMania Backlash, uh, Napper, what was the main event of WrestleMania Sunday? WrestleMania Sunday? <laughs> I believe that was Roman and Brock. Right, and the show was called what this Sunday? Backlash. Uh, uh, WrestleMania Backlash. <laughs> and did Roman Reigns win in an, in an absolutely clean fashion? Not necessarily. Well. It was very close, but if you look, Paul Heyman helped push that rope. That is true. That is true. So, call me a schmuck, a fool, a bamboozler. Tell me I got the wool put over my eyes, but let's not act like I'm damn crazy on that particular topic. I am crazy, (coughs) but I know what I'm talking about when it comes to to this. I'm so glad you clarified. Wacky world. (laughs) By the way, have you heard the echo? Now talk. Hey, McCarthy. Yeah, my yeah. fault. Whatever. Oh, okay. Because my line was muted during that little demonstration, and you're still blaming me? I had myself muted over here. So, like I said, maybe headphones would be helpful. Maybe you coming into the studio would be helpful. Yeah. Doing that. Gets grumpy out there. He really does. I don't think I don't. What, what's that woman's name? Look, that's none of your business. I just want to know her first name. I'm not looking up her address. All right, so that's not any of our listeners' business. That's more. All right, what's it start with? S K. Well, O S. It must not be going well with her because you're awful grumpy. Damn it. I just don't enjoy being accused of things that I You're a grumpy old bastard. Shakus. Wow. All right. So, 
When do we get Drew versus Roman Reigns? Mr. McCarthy, I will start with you, Grumpy Gills. SummerSlam, obviously. I mean, when would, when else would you have it? Well, Unless I don't know. The fact that we got a stadium show coming up in two months of money in the bank. I mean, that's crazy. It's not SummerSlam, though. Okay. I mean, that would make the most sense. That's what Vince goes for with these big matches with Drew, like such as Drew versus Roman Reigns. That's going to be at SummerSlam more than likely. But- Money in the Bank is going to be in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium. For all of the entire lead up to the new year. You're going to wrestle like five times. You're out of your skull um, Am I? Yeah. Because then what's what's going to be the main event for Money in the Bank? I don't know. Well, because it's just as big a show now as SummerSlam. I don't know what Vince be doing. Look, I'm more in tune with what Tony Khan does than what Vince does. Vince is fly by night like crazy. I hear you. Well, tell me why Tony Khan is sucking a whole lot of lately. Because he ran out of ideas. His long-term storylines are completely non-existent, which is what the bread and butter of AEW was, minus MJF and Wardlow. There's not anything else that fans can sink their teeth into, which is... They need to figure out how to tell their long-form stories shorter. Well, don't worry. We'll get into the huge slump that AEW is in shortly here in the third hour. We're approaching it. Don't worry. We'll have plenty of time to tell you how this new kid on the block has ran out of fresh ideas already. Um, boy, he's a genius. What's going to be the main event of Money in the Bank Napper? Because are you like me? Yeah. And think the Money in the Bank at this point is just as big a show. Yes. Because it's going to be in a stadium. Allegiant Stadium, Las Vegas. you got to go all out for Las Vegas. So so get, what do you got? Is it Drew versus Roman? What do you got? It's probably going to be the Money in the Bank match. Well, then who's in it to make it a big deal? The Fiend! That price tag? Hey, we released some stars. We're getting there. We turn the top of the blanket. We sell it on the bottom. Thy eyes have seen the glory of the conqueror, my lord. I am still not convinced that Drew McIntyre is the guy to get this done. I'm not convinced. Are you convinced? About what? About what? Is Drew McIntyre the next big feud for Roman Reigns? I mean, yeah. No, it doesn't add up yet. Why? It doesn't add up yet. Why? Okay. <laughs> Go with me on this drone. Okay. There's only one other guy I think it could be. There's only one other guy it should be. Who? Well, who do you think? Well, the problem is he's in a tag team right now. You think Randy Orton? I think Randy Orton. 
No. 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 Why? No. No. We, we, yes. I, look, yes. It doesn't yes. make yes. enough sense yet. It will after this Sunday. Because here's the thing. Hear me out. Hear me out. That's all I ever do. If Drew is the guy, say he beats Roman Reigns. Say he beats. I don't think he will, but sure. Where's the biggest moment he could do that at? SummerSlam? No. Mania? No. Where's the biggest moment Drew McIntyre could get it done? Drew McIntyre. Where is Drew McIntyre from? Clash at the castle. Yes, there we go. There we go. When is Clash at the castle? That I don't know. September. Work with me here. Here it comes. It doesn't add up yet. It's too long. There's too many big shows. We got to see Brock versus Roman one more time. And that's not because I want to see it because nothing else makes sense. Nothing else makes any sense. Because who are you? We have gone through the gauntlet of everybody. Literally. And the only guy that technically keeps losing via very subtle Heyman-esque ways is Lesnar. Everybody else is getting beat, beat cleaner than a bald head shining with some of these... Fluorescent lights. It doesn't make any sense, and I'm and please, I'm not saying that's what I want to see. I'm tired of seeing them wrestle too. Nothing else makes any lick of sense for now, because we still have because stadium shows equal bigger. That's how this works. We have a. Buttload, a buttload of stadium shows coming up. I got them for you. You ready? Listen to me, McCarthy, because you're harder to convince. You ready? We have a stadium show at Money in the Bank, at SummerSlam, Clash of the Castle, the next Saudi show. That's a boatload. All stadium shows, all that pay a lot of money that want to see stars, especially over in oppressive land. Mr. McCarthy. What did you call them? Oppressive land. Mr. McCarthy. Are you with me now? This can't happen yet. It did because they made the call on ending the Nakamura. Nobody. Shinsuke doesn't matter. He should get released next. Wow. It, it, it was something. To have Roman do before they got to the Drew McIntyre situation, whether you that made no sense or not, no, is totally where, different. Whether we want to see it or not, I'm not advocating to you're see saying, the match. You're I saying personally it's too early for Drew because of Clash at the Castle, so they should have kept everything going like they were. Don't don't sit here and say that makes no sense. Does it? They were it doesn't though. Before they it moved doesn't. it up, Rick then why did they do it in the first place? That was a good two months they could have had and then built the Drew and Roman feud. It's a placeholder. Of course it is. 
But that's not the point. You guys are over here. Oh, it's too soon. It's too soon. Well, that's why it's too soon. Because Vince said, no, we're not doing this. And then they had to come up with something else. Which means there is just one man we can call. You can't call on him. Maybe he wants to take a longer break. You can't. I don't care what that big beast wants. He can go butch the meat afterwards. I don't care. I'm talking about what makes this for the product. It's too soon. This must happen. He's got to beat him clean or else. And I'm not saying I want to see the match. I don't. Because personally, I thought the match at WrestleMania did the bare minimum to meet expectations. But it wasn't the banger I thought it was going to be. My point being is nothing else makes any level of sense. Because we're grasping at literal straws. Roman Reigns, this a man who is now in the GOAT conversation in WWE folklore, right? We stuck him in a random six-man. Would that happen to any other GOAT? I, the other thing too, I think he is still injured. Still injured. I think there's still a possibility. The of conspiracy theories are running wild. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a possibility he is still maybe not fully injured, but lingering with something. And maybe that's why we pulled this trigger on this. James because Hickey says hi, James. How are you, brother? I got he, my boogie shoes on. He did that a while ago. I just forgot to bring it up. I apologize, James. My bad. My bad. Um, but I do think there's still some truth possibly to he is possibly still injured or dealing with something that is kind of hindering him for the moment and they want to take their time with it and not push him without making him relinquish the titles because they don't want to do that. So they're putting him in a six man tag to labor the injury. Labor it. My thought, so I don't know. Theories going on, McCarthy. What do you think of Napper's theory? <laughs> and damn it, aren't we going to see Brock Lesnar one more time? I mean, I'm sure we'll see him one more time. I just don't think in the near future. And I'll be honest, I have no idea what Napper said because Buster's over here trying to murder things. Fantastic. I said he's still injured. Oh, that's quite the possibility. That, that almost makes sense for that six-man tag they're having on Sunday, because then he doesn't have to really do anything. But that's given them a lot of credit, so I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that. Nothing Nothing else makes sense. When does it ever? In my mind, a fair amount. Not always. Not always. It's got to be the beast. It's got to be. Russ, what are we doing? What do you think of? Uh, what do you think of the? Let's let's move it along. Look, we can we can debate it all day long. I'm sure that we will. But uh, the reality is, we're we're at where we're, we're at. But soon we won't be because the rightful greatest wrestler on this planet, named Brock Lesnar, will soon come home. He'll soon come home. Make Kenny Omega look like mincemeat. Still hate that guy. He'd have to go work for Tony Khan to do that. He's Brock Lesnar. He can do whatever he, he wants. He can do whatever he wants. He can rip a door off a building. By God, he can stop a hurricane. Dude. 
You know, we got these hurricanes going on in Oklahoma right now. Brock uh, just decided to show decided, up. Boom. That's we're talking about the hurricane. Well, sure, he could stop the hamburger. No big deal. He could stop the hamburger, marry make cheese, all of them. Anywho, what do you think of what's going on with the uh, Charlotte Ron? If you're not going to be the uh, I quit match, have you enjoyed it at all anymore? Or we still don't really care? Or where are you at on it, after? I cared at first. Don't really care now. I don't know why we had to have. I I don't mind beat the clock challenges. Sometimes they're fun. But when they're with stupid stipulations like this, I don't get it. Like, why are we having a I quit beat the clock challenge? Why? Like, it, it's just, I don't get it. If it's like a submission thing or whatever, or you're just trying to one up each other, that's fine. But like, this didn't need this. And I think it, I don't want to say it lost some legitimacy to the feud, but it just made it kind of goofy. I, I don't mind the feud. I like the feud. It, it needed extra legs, to be honest, because it, it didn't seem like, even though it had gone on probably longer than most of the WrestleMania feuds, it still was kind of, it needed a a, uh, a second story. They kind of killed it. Like, it was exciting to see the I Quit stipulation. I think that's going to make it for a great match. But now it's just, why? You can't just have them fight each other, or, you know, be in tag team matches, or just have them do promos for a week. We have to do beat the clock challenges that don't correlate to their match that they're having. Okay, cool. Mr. McCarthy, what say you, what are your thoughts on the uh, state of the Charlotte uh, and Ronda feud? Um, yeah, I don't care. I don't care. And I wish I did. Is these the, usually these are those feuds that Charlotte shines in, especially I quit matches. Um, they should have had submission matches if they were going to do something funny with the beat the clock challenges, because I think they just cheapened the I quit match itself. You're doing a beat the clock challenge on an I quit match, which historically are. 20 minutes give or take 10 sometimes and extremely brutal so i don't see how you can have these i quit matches in a beat the clock challenge just call it a submission match and 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 move on if you want to get fancy and cute with already the fancy and cute beat the clock challenge which i never really liked i've i love like the, the gauntlet matches are great but these beat the clock challenges are ridiculous i've, I've never enjoyed them it doesn't do anything and it would have made sense, at least in in that regard, because they're both submission wrestlers. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. But like, you you can't do an I quit match in two minutes. It's not how I quit matches work. They never have. Now, getting doing a submission match with a rookie, sure, you can do that real quick. But come on, like, you know, we already suspend disbelief. But do we? We don't need to do it that much. It takes us out of it. And I'll be honest, the out of the ring stuff with Ronda makes me care even less. I think my biggest issue with the beat the clock challenges for the most part has been it used 
to be an opportunity to try to get people over because they were used as, I think it sometimes they were used as number one contendership opportunities mm-hmm. and they were used as, you know, who can actually that that's basically it. They were used as number one contendership opportunities. Now it's used as I can beat this person better than you can. It's a one upmanship, which, okay, but we're feeding some of this talent to these wrestlers. Why? Like I miss the, the opportunities when it was, I can win these matches because I'm, you know, even though you're still putting talent in those matches, but it went the whole freaking show because it was designed to get people over. Like they were winning matches in 10 minutes and, you know, 15 minutes. And that's what you had to beat or 10 minutes or something like that. Now it's, oh, I beat him in two minutes. You're having two minute matches. What, what good does that do anybody? It doesn't. Uh, plus it makes that talent to lose. It's awful. Uh, any thoughts on the Drew McIntyre defeat and Sammy Zane in the steel cage match? Pardon me. It makes no, well, it mean, it's meaningless now. <laughs> Anything, any thoughts on it, McCarthy? No, it's just a shame. I feel like that could have been a fun feud, but what are you going to do? Lazy. My thought is this. Go ahead. Go ahead. If you were going to completely abandon the Shinsuke match because you didn't feel like it had any sort of meaning to Roman, Sammy should have been the next guy in line. If I agree with you that it shouldn't be Drew right now, Sammy should have been that guy then that should have faced off against Roman. Maybe, it, you know, obviously we all probably would sit here and say that Roman would beat the hell out of him, but at least there's a story there because of the whole, they were trying to be buddy, buddy whenever he was, you know, supposed to be friends with Brock. And they had that whole storyline where he got beat up by Brock a lot and never really got his championship opportunity. At least there's a story. With Shinsuke, yeah, they tried in two months to make a story, but I would have preferred the one where there actually was a story that we could have built on. And I, and I hear you. The reason I'm so gun ho well, on... They, they missed their opportunity with that because, I mean, think about it. They were kind of feuding with the Usos, not Roman. And so they, they try to hail Mary when Rick Boogs got hurt and Roman didn't have anything to do. And they gave up on that hail Mary with one defender. Because it lasted three weeks, if that. They didn't even give a, sh- a chance. All of a sudden, he's wrestling Roman Reigns for no reason. And then there was no follow-up. That, that I think that's the whole problem with all of this. Is that they could have tried a little bit harder, let it go a little bit longer. It's already, you're already hosed. You've <laughs> already had multiple feuds end because of injury like that. So, go for it for a minute. 1999 Vince would have let it ride for at least another month. Look at him throwing football analogies in there. He's one of us. So here's the reason I'm so gun ho about like Brock. Obviously, we know we know my fandom. I'm, I truly try to take that out for that though. Like we we know I love we know I love Lesnar Goldberg and, and those guys. We know that. Like that's I, I I have to acknowledge that. But truly, here's why. Here's here's where I try to put my bias aside. Here's why I'm so gun ho that it's got to be Brock one more time. More time. 
nobody else on the roster is even close to ready to be believable. You go from, from you go from, you go, in kayfabe. In kayfabe. In kayfabe. You've had John Cena get beat. You've had Goldberg get beat. You've had Lesnar get beat multiple times, granted by flunky ways. And then you drop down from those. From, again, we can debate all day long about Goldberg and Cena and all that, whatever. But in kayfabe, you go from that to Shinsuke Nakamura. It it doesn't work to me, and I, that's where Sami Zayn doesn't work to me either. Is I understand that it's unlikely he's getting beat until I don't know Mania. I don't even know if he's getting beat at Mania. If it's going to be The Rock, uh, you know, to solidify him as the greatest of all time. Not that you'll ever be in my eyes, brother, and, and not even. You might crack the top ten. top ten. Maybe. Maybe. So that's where I'm so like, well, Lesnar needs to have one more time. Not, I know that you're talking about his schedule and vacations. But Money in the Bank is a big show. SummerSlam is a big show. Feels too soon for Drew, in my view. And it now we're getting random six-man. Yes, we still have Hell in a Cell that we have to get through, which in itself should be a big show. It's only the most iconic structure in WWE history. Instead, it's an absolute footnote, an afterthought. I just, that's why I'm like, well, we need something bigger than Sami Zayn or, uh, or Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm not knocking either one of those guys. You've heard me praise both those guys on the show multiple times. But to suddenly be thrown into I, I, the problem is we've reached Hogan territory. There is nobody besides Brock Lesnar or Drew McIntyre. And that's it's, it's I would still say, and I think you would agree that Brock Lesnar is more believable than Drew McIntyre to do it because he he's Brock Lesnar. Why can't he sneak up and do it one time and finish you enough? I think the only argument to that would be is that uh, Drew has beaten Brock too. Right, right. So we have, would you agree, only two guys that we know of at the moment? Unless there's a part-timer waiting in the wings. In the wings. Or a fiend. Two, right. So essentially part-timer. So there are two guys that we know of on this roster that are any kind of believable to be world champion. Would you agree? I still think you could throw Randy in there, but without breaking up a tag team, yes. Yes. Then we've got a major problem. We've again, we've reached Hogan territory. This is what it's similar to. Well, it took years to get to. We had to take a year to get to to Warrior and and build him up and do all that. And the problem is, okay. this ain't 1984. This ain't 1985. This ain't 1988. This is 2022. And he's not Hulk Hogan. Hogan. For all Hulk Hogan's Hulk issues, used, uh, uh, Roman Reigns, in comparison, let's be honest, in terms of drawing ability and people caring about him in his prime, before we know all we know about the Hulkster, isn't a pimple on Hulk Hogan's ass. Uh, it, it just So, McCarthy, would you agree that having only two guys, maybe three guys, if you throw Randy Orton in there in 2022, 
uh, as a, a as a conceivable threat to your world champion as a problem. It's not Hulk Hogan's day anymore. I think uh, that AJ is a believable person to beat Roman Reigns because AJ Styles has been around the world. We know his track record. He's believable enough because it's AJ Styles. Now, how the way he's been booked recently, no. But AJ Styles as a wrestler, sports entertainer, whatever you want to say, is believable. He just hasn't been booked like it. I suppose so, but you'd have a lot of work to do to get there because, hell, he couldn't beat The Undertaker in a backyard brawl. And then, Look, you know, Undertaker had well, powers, okay? past that prime. <laughs> I don't know. It's frustrating. What we're going to do is we're going to take our next break, what I presume will be our final break, and then when we come back, we're going to talk about another thing that frustrates the hell out of me. I, of course, mean all elite wrestling. All kind of elite. All we call ourselves elite. All fringe wrestling. We'll talk about it when we come back. We're going to ask a, a very, very pointed question. I want you boys to think on it as we go to break. Is AEW in a slump? We'll delve into all that, and you know McCarthy's going to have to pop a blood pressure pill. We'll delve into all that and more, including the big New Japan show. When we come back on To the Turnbuckle, presented by Bruce Nation Productions, you're watching live on our Facebook, live on School on Air, and live on Heel Turn Wrestling. We'll be right back. Let's talk about it. Hey, what's up, guys? Superman Honors here. Hey, Russell Fit. One of the newest, baddest workouts out there right now. Now, yes, the world wrestling is in it. And I'm going wrestling ring. But you won't be wrestling. You won't be doing the headlocks or the slams or the spine clusters that I do. Yeah. But what you will be doing is everything that we do to get ready to get a break from kettlebell swings to slam balls to flipping tires to hitting tires to doing Olympic weightlifting movements. Guys, you don't want to miss out on this. Russell Fitt is the way to go. Just a little bit airy back. Hope to see you soon. kids looking for a fun inviting way to wear them out and help them stay healthy and fit then look no further my friends wrestle fit junior is exactly what you're looking for certified personal trainer and pro wrestler superman onyx will treat your mini you to a fitness program like no other with exercises like running the ropes to tire flips and combining healthy eating habits and personal accountability, your child will earn the conditioning of a pro wrestler without the bumps. Stop by the NOW Training Center at 625 Eastgate Parkway, Blacklick, Ohio, 43004, or visit WrestleFitJr.com on Facebook for class schedules and book an appointment today.
And welcome back, everybody, to the Turnbuckle presented by Bruges Nation Productions right here on Heel Turn Wrestling on Facebook. One thing I do want to chat about for just a moment before we uh, get to our discussion on AEW is uh, May 13th and 14th. We'll be heading out to uh, Wooster, Ohio for uh, Joe Hershberger's Autism Awareness event. Uh, Eugene's going to be there on his farewell tour, former WWE star. Uh, Rob Conway, former WWE star as well. Zach Gowan, former WWE star as well. So that's three pretty good names coming out. Booster, Ohio. We are going to be there. Uh, we're going to be there two nights, actually. We're going up, we're going up early. We're going to, I'm, I'm putting a lot of miles on that for car that weekend. <laughs> Might be sleeping there. Uh, Jeez. Well, I damn sure ain't doing that. October. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, May 13th, we're going to go up. We're going to go up to Wooster. And we're going to do a live edition. Live edition. Live. Live. I mean, we're technically live right now. I, I, but I'm talking about a live edition on a Friday night, mm-hmm. and special guest is going to be Eugene himself. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, we're going to do a live edition of the podcast. You can come attend this event in person. About 20 spots are available. And believe me, if you think we're ruckus in a studio, <laughs> you haven't seen us in front of, it doesn't matter if five of you show up or 20 of you. And believe me, if any of you show up, we're, we're going to be thrilled. Uh, come on down, and we promise you, if you have a question for Eugene, you may ask it. Uh, you know, obviously, as long as it's appropriate, uh, we'll be we'll be glad to do it. And uh, McCarthy will be there, and by God, he might even strip for you. He might. I would recommend he doesn't. He's pretty good looking man, though. Yeah, but this is for autism awareness, and just no. Okay. Anywho, come you, on. even if they're throwing money at them, I just come uh, on. Well, anything for for the autism fund. Uh, okay, okay. But, but you were muted, McCarthy. Redo. Go ahead, buddy. Go ahead, buddy. I said if they're throwing if they're throwing money, I can't make promises. But anywho, May thirteenth, we will all be up there uh, to the turnbuckle and Snapman Productions getting together because, well, what you know that really it's uh, it's it's still us. Still us, plus Debbie, of course, uh, Lady Pain, because uh, you know we're all three ugly and she's gorgeous, so it helps. Um, and so we're going up there. We're going to have the honor, 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 honor of uh, talking to Gene on this podcast. As long as his schedule allows, I you know I don't I don't know how, exactly how that's going to work out yet. We're shooting for about eight p.m. I bought you an hour, McCarthy. I bought you an Thanks, hour. Buddy. That helps a lot. It's the best Actually. I can do for you. For you. No, that's fine. Uh, uh, we're shooting for about 8 p.m. approximately going live. And we will be there. And, again, you you may ask questions. You can you can hang out with us. And, and most importantly, it goes to a good cause. Go to Joe Hershberger on Facebook. And, uh, matter of fact, if you want to go grab that uh, graphic he made uh, right now and, and put it up there, you can. Uh it's, uh, but go to Joe Hershberger on Facebook, contact him, uh, contact him and he will, he'll tell you, I, I believe it's it might be 10 bucks a spot or something like that. It's, it's not very much. Uh, and, and it all goes to a good cause. Again, it's for, for autism awareness. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, Joe's son, uh, uh, Dylan is, is a member of the autism community and, 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 and uh, 
Very good cause. I had the pleasure of meeting Joe a few years ago when I went out before his first annual event, to my knowledge, that it was his first. He, he brought in Mick Foley for a, for a meet and greet, and I said, well, this is my chance to meet old Cactus Jack himself. Had to go do it, and I, and I met Joe and hit it off with him, and we've been buddies ever since. Uh, he doesn't know how awful I talk about him. So we've been buddies ever since. And so now it, it leads to we all have this uh, this great opportunity. McCarthy, talk about, you know, what are your thoughts and feelings here? Uh, we're going to, again, we're going to post a graphic here in just a moment. What are your thoughts and feelings on we're going to get to hang out with Eugene, do a podcast, and then, of course, the big show Saturday night. Dude, I'm really excited about this. Like, this is going to be legit. Like, it's by far the biggest thing we've ever done both on the podcast side and the to the turnbuckle side. Cause I mean, this is a, or in the snapmare production side, like this is a big deal. Like the autism awareness show alone is a big deal. Now you factor in our live on site podcast. Like that's legit, man. I'm excited. I'm ready to do I, this thing. I, it's going to be fun. Well, and uh, oh. Mr. Napper, I don't know if you have time to, to give your comments while you're pulling that up. I actually already shared. Already shared. Oh, all right. So it's already up and, mm-hmm. and, and good to go. Well, uh, there you have it. Uh, there's the email even you can contact Joe at. And uh, Actually, um, I'll share it too, but they're doing T-shirts too for t-shirts. the show. So even if you can't make the show and you still want to contribute to a good cause, they're doing T-shirts for the event. You know I love a good T-shirt. I was thinking of buying one myself. You know I love a good T-shirt. I do too. Uh, so I will share that on our Facebook page as well. My comments, I, like McCarthy said, I, I I can't say much more than what he already said. This is the biggest thing we've done both as a podcast and as a company with Snapmare Productions. And it's one of the more special things that we've gotten to do Um and I don't mean that in a negative way. I, I truly mean special as in giving back to the community, giving back to a very, a very special community, the autism community. Um, anytime we get to do anything like that, I am totally for and totally want to do because that is my ultimate goal. It's no secret at this point that we've done this show. that You and I are both handicapped. Um uh, You have cerebral palsy. I have what's called spina bifida. Try saying that five times fast. I also have some mental disabilities that are obvious. <laughs> so do I, but I don't know if we can classify those as on the spectrum. <laughs> but all jokes aside, um, that that's always been my goal in life is to give back to handicapped communities and you know communities in the disabled community, and being somebody that people in that community can look up to, and so to be able to do this and be a spotlight for both you and me uh, is pretty awesome. So I'm very excited for both the podcast and the show itself to get the opportunity to do that, to, you know, show people with autism, with cerebral palsy and spina bifida, like you can do this kind of stuff and there's a place for it. And it's so cool to not only that, but also at the same time, bring awareness to autism and, you know, just keep people in the loop about it and stuff like that. And Eugene, whose character probably people don't know, was based around somebody who did have autism. Um, and they probably didn't know that at the time. I know I certainly didn't when I was watching Eugene. 
I just thought he was a fun, lovable character, and it was a lot of fun. But looking back on it now, I have an even greater, deeper appreciation for the Eugene character um, and Nick Dinsmore. Spoiler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As a whole, because of that. And so it's very cool. I'm very excited to meet him and just talk all that stuff. Um, and as you'll see in the uh, post that they shared, you know, we're going to talk about it all. We're going yeah. to, we're, I don't like you said, we don't know how much time we're going to be given, but best believe the amount of time that we're going to be given, we're going to make the most of it. It'll, so. be, it'll be well used. I can promise you. Uh, also, if, if you uh, buy a ticket to the, to the podcast, uh, we, uh, that comes with a Q and a, you can, you can do a Q and a, and uh, we'll, we'll all be getting together. I believe including Eugene and having a little dinner afterwards. Oh really? So looking forward to that. Yes. Nice. Yes, uh, I didn't know that part. Yes, uh, we'll, we'll be we'll be uh, we'll be networking like a madman. I tell you. <laughs> so looking. McCarthy, forward, get your cards ready. I was gonna say, get your cards ready, boys. McCarthy, you were muted again. What'd you say? I said, if we're having dinner, me and Eugene are about to be friends. This is getting great. Yeah, I mean, I would hope you, you be friends before you have dinner, but geez. Yeah, the, the, based on the, what I've been told from my pal Joe, uh, you know, nothing set in stone. It depends on Eugene to some extent. But it sounds very likely like the, 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 well, the Q&A is set in stone. You buy a ticket, you will be able to ask Eugene whatever you want. But as far as the dinner goes, it sounds very much like that's going to be an extra added perk as well, that, that we're all going to go out and – you know, have a big old dinner and uh, bike. Uh, I, I know my way around the menu. So uh, looking forward to it. And uh, truly, I think I can speak safely for all three of us that it, it is a great privilege and honor to, to be trusted to do something like this. And uh, it really, it means more than than money or anything like that. It, it To be trusted and respected enough to to be advocates for something of this magnitude is something I think all three of us would struggle to put into words on, on just how much it means to us. And uh, we guarantee, and Debbie as well, I shouldn't say all three of us, all four of us. Uh, and so it, it's going to be a great pleasure. Looking forward to it. And rest assured, folks, you come on out. We'll raise a little hell. So big show, uh, the live podcast Friday night. The big wrestling show Saturday night with all the stars of the ASWA as well, and as well as Eugene and Zach Allen and and Rob Conway. Rob Conway and Eugene are going to face each other one-on-one. We've seen that a lot back in the day. They're going to do it one more time. Uh, So looking forward to that. So come on out. Contact Joe today. Check out that post. It'll be all over our social media. And uh, by the way, we we had a conversation earlier about upgrading our social media. we got some good things in the works, boys. We do. Got some good things in the works. Looking forward to it. Anywho, let's talk about AEW. But come on out to Joe's show, and uh, let's let's have a lot of fun. Joe's show, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. It is gonna be fun. I just thought that was funny, and, Joe's show. And, it, and it's Eugene's farewell tour. He's he's gonna call today in ring wise. So come on out. It's it's uh it's it, don't miss it. Don't miss it. All right, let's talk AEW. So, they're doing a main doing a show main. with uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, uh, that was the latest huge announcement from Tony Khan. Uh, what's it called? Capital Collision something or other? McCarthy. Oh, you were asking me what yeah. it was called? Yeah. You're it's the AEW for- guy. It's, yeah. it's yeah. called Forbidden Door. Forbidden Door? That's what God, it's called. That's awful. That's what it's called. 
It's awful. Where was I getting Capital Collision? I don't know, I don't bro. Know either. Is that a New Japan show or? No, no, I don't think so. I think that was a WWE show once. No, that, no you're thinking Capital Punishment. Oh, I was close. Although, now you just gave them an idea days. for a new one. Uh, but Forbidden Door. So let's talk about this, McCarthy. Just how big is it? Uh, does it live up to the hype of a major announcement? What are your thoughts? I think it does live up to the hype of a major announcement. I mean, these are two big wrestling companies that are working together and from different countries. <laughs> That's a big deal. Like, like, I'll put it into perspective this way. Sometimes we make a big deal and hate on the Saudi shows. We do. We've all done it. I haven't. But, no, I've heard you once. It was bad. I forget which one. But um, it does a lot for probably the greatest Royal Rumble. That was probably the one. Yeah, that was probably. Yeah, I hated that. That, that was the one. one. Well, either one, either way, it's it's important to get these other countries together. However, you do it, like so, Saudi Arabia. I mean, there's been some history there because of women being allowed to wrestle and multiple women on the show, and so on and so forth. And to have two companies in AEW New Japan from different countries work together, it shows that you don't have to burn bridges while you're not working for a company. Because you never fully burn a bridge normally in wrestling, but when you leave a company and go to another one for a while, it was, nah, I don't know you. I don't know you. Now there's, oh, I know you. We can work together. We can stay friends, this, that, and the other. And I, I think it's a big deal. This is what New Japan needs to really get a bigger foothold in America like they want to. And it's good for AEW. They get to have a, a bigger time show with stars that have been around for a long time from New Japan that does have a following here in America to come out and and see what they have to offer. I think it's a very big deal, and it is a major announcement. But I think the name is terrible. Because how is it a forbidden door when everybody's friends? Roman Reigns is going to show up at the end of that pay-per-view. Yes! That would be kind of cool, actually. That actually would be pretty I would, awesome. I would, I would, I would open the forbidden door for sure. sure. Cody, so, Cody comes back again. again. He's back He's to run Ray Honor. Ray Honor. So, Mr. Knapper, what are your thoughts on forbidden door? Just how big is it? Uh, what are you, what are your thoughts? I think it is a pretty big deal. I agree with both of you. I don't necessarily care for the name. It is what it is. I know what they were trying to go for and it, it probably got the desired reaction. Like, Oh, it's the forbidden door. Cause they're working together, even though they all like each other and they were probably going to do it anyway. So, and it's not as if, uh, AEW hasn't shown that they're willing to work with other companies cause they worked with impact and, well, that works out. <sighs> yeah. Like, it's cool. It's going to be a good show. Tony is already hyped up that we're going to see dream matches that we never thought we'd see, even though we've probably seen most of the ones he's considering because most of his stars have gone to New Japan before. Ding! <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Well, McCarthy, you were muted. There's a whole new crop of talent in New Japan right now that hasn't wrestled all of those dudes. Are we sure? Because like, there, there's some people that are big in Japan now that probably never wrestled Adam Cole. He's been gone for six years. So there, there are things that they haven't done yet. Just because they've but been are they there, dream they matches? Lie. I don't know. Maybe let's <laughs> announce them and find out. That that's always a possibility. The only one that's probably going to be a dream match is whatever one Punk is in because he's not been wrestling for for God knows how many years. Um, I hope Minoru, Minoru Suzuki's in, Suzuki in this. Yeah, right. right. Ooh, CM Punk versus Kota Ibushi. Book it now. Book it now. I'd rather him. I'd rather, I'd rather face I'd rather him. No. Yeah. yeah. Who faces or Okada? Kota 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 Ibushi. Probably uh, the new yeah, world the champion team. Champ Probably. Who do you think faces Okada? John Moxley. Have they fought Have they before? Fought? I don't know. I don't find out. I don't know if they. Have. I don't know if they. But going back to it, I, it's going to be a good show. Is it a huge deal? I don't know. Maybe not as much as they made it out to be. But then again, Tony Khan comes out every week and says he has a huge announcement. So who the hell knows? Am I excited for it? Yes. Am I going to purchase it? Maybe. I don't know. Well, I'm telling you, right? What What's the day of that show, Mr. McCarthy? I want to say June 29th. All right. So it's sometime late in later June. Okay. Yeah. I'm here to tell you, gentlemen. Oh, that's right. We did have the succession. If we don't watch this show together, we did something wrong. wrong. I agree. That's fair. That's enough time to set it up. I don't think it's going to interfere. Hold on. Got to check some. Hold on. We got to check the NASCAR schedule. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> got to check my NASCAR schedule. Damn it! Wait, aren't there per, aren't there pay per view? What McCarthy? It's the twenty sixth, not the 29th. My okay. bad. Right, I was close. Door, it's the twenty sixth. All right, hold on. So, but my goal, live live on the air schedule checking. My goal is to watch this show together. Together, together. June 26th. Do you, don't you agree that we should get a boatload of Zah? Uh, oh, yeah. A pie, pizza. Pizza. And then we go to work. Yep. Go to work. Maybe do a live watch along. Maybe. Last time Last I had time, pie, Jason, I made a buttload of Buttload of <laughs> We both we both. I was hungry. I was hungry as hell. Hungry as hell. All right, June 26th, you say. Hold yep. on. <laughs> Even if there's a race, it's probably going to be over by the time this show starts. Actually, you and I just got to come out. Why? For some reason. Some reason. You, it, you're it's sure it's the 26th? That's what Google said. Why? Nashville starts at 5 that day. I don't care. I can live for one day, yeah. Oh, it's Nashville. They haven't built it up that much. Nashville's a pretty big deal. It's a, it's a, it is, it's but a like, big deal. it's only been on All the schedule right. for like, what, one year? Yeah, one year. All right. Yeah, it's like saying I've seen a feud one time in a year. It's okay. 
Jim. I miss one one race. Yeah, yeah, I can miss. Yeah, one. I can miss. I can miss. One. I can miss. One. We could probably put up a computer or something. I can miss one McCarthy for you. Oh, cool. Are we getting It'll together be... for this thing? Sure, why not? Why well, you sound enthused? Oh, I tell you. Well, he's had you at his house. He's had me at his he's house. Not twice. Yeah, he's decided he didn't like it. I get it. All right. We'll see what happens. We yes, G twenty six, the big uh, forbidden door show. I feel forbidden to enjoy it. I must. Anywho, CM Punk's getting a world title match against Adam Hangman Page. Double nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Just, 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 you know, it's funny. In one company, most of the roster isn't uh, built up enough to challenge the champion. In the other company, most of the roster is unequivocally better than the champion of the company. Oh, funny how that works. So, Mr. McCarthy, I know that you you lead all of the the Adam Hangman Page fan clubs on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, TikTok, Instagram. Is CM Punk going to beat Hangman Adam Page? Nope. I knew it's MJF's title to take from him. Yeah. Telling you. Okay, pal. Mr. Napper, is CM Punk going to beat Adam Hangman Page? Unequivocally, absolutely, yes. Look in my eyes, what do you see? Some unoriginality. Oh, yeah. It's going to happen, McCarthy. It's not. It is. It's not. It's not happening. We're gonna give it to a WWE guy again. Tell oh, me yeah, why it's not oh happening, McCarthy. Oh my God! Two of the biggest stars in professional wrestling history had the nerve to wrestle for WWE. So when AEW gives them titles, it's oh, it's an ex WWE guy. Oh my God! The horror. Oh, Everyone's they, been they, there. No, that that's, became that's not two a of the valid stars argument. In the world of WWE. Every veteran has been there. It's not a valid argument. It is oh my god, another WWE there. guy. He's not even going to win. Oh, he's going to win. He's not. Why? 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 Because that's not what's going to happen. That's not right now. Why? Why is he going to win then? Because he's CM Punk. Yes, yes. it's the redemption no. story. It's he's come back for the first for the time first in seven years without years. just for men. For men. And it's the redemption story. It's to prove he's still the best in the world. He can, but he's not. What? But he's not. Well, I know that that to him. I know that, but neither is Kenny Omega. Uh, He's way further up there than CM Punk, buddy. I'd rather watch CM Punk still. I'm on the fence on that one. Based on charisma alone, because you know Twinkle Toes. Doesn't really have it. So, anyhow, your type of charisma, sir. There are different ways to be charismatic in the ring. And just because you have some ill fated hatred against the greatness of Kenny Omega, who I might add you, didn't AW slump start when he left because he got hurt? Oh, damn, it did, didn't it? 
Not really. Oh, damn. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. It's kind of started when Cody left. Yeah. It started before that. No, you guys not were really. No, it really did. You guys did. were already we tired did. of the champion. Don't give me that BS. You were already bitching about the champion. But that's just Cody the champion. Left. The rest of the show was great. That's because they picked an awful champion. Hey, man, Adam will go down in history. I don't care if this company is around 60 years or six. He is the worst champion they've ever had or will ever have. The only way that ever changes is if they put it on a celebrity. celebrity. He is it. He is the worst. 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 I'm just saying, how did you not see that all the storylines were ending and they didn't have anything coming until after Cody left? This has been going on for months. He's the worst. The only way they put it on. I'm not even defending Adam Page right now. Because you can't. It's an indefensible, lackluster run. And whose fault is that? Adam Page's or the Booker's? How about a combination of the two? Is not the feud he should have had to start off his title reign. I think it's been terrible. Definitely. It's been absolutely terrible. Hell, he should have lost the belt to Lance Archer. Probably. What's more fun, Adam Hangman Page and his cowboy millennial shit? Or Jake Roberts cutting promos for world champions? So funny how fast you turn on Adam Hangman Page. Now, I agree. It hasn't been the greatest freaking title reign that AEW's had out it's of four of them. But you're like besmirching. Not, it's not been a besmirching everything the man has done. Everything that that man has done. Now, Lance Archer would have been a good decision because he should have had that title already. Yep. I can get behind that. But I do not believe that CM Punk is going to defeat Adam Hangman Page because, yes, it's a redemption story. But that's not why CM Punk came back to wrestling. He came back to wrestling to prove that he could go. That's what he said. No. (laughs) How is that not the same exact thing? It's not the same thing. He's already wrestled. I want redemption, but I'm not going to go prove that I'm the best in the world. And, what? And let's and let's not, as the young kids say, get it twisted. He came back because he got a Brinks truck backed up, up and couldn't cut it in anything else to the extent of which he thought he could. UFC didn't work out. His movies go straight to DVD, and I'm not knocking whatever he does with comic books or anything else. But the reality is he couldn't cut it as a big-timer at anything else he attempted to do. And so... He got the right amount of money from a guy that is spending it like it's his job, and therefore he's back. And so if if I'm Tony Khan, think about it. If I'm Tony Khan, CM Punk and his salary might be the reason that Cody Rhodes is in WWE and on Monday Night Raw right now, right? Might. We don't know that for a fact, but we didn't hear any money issues until CM Punk showed up, right? Right? Is that not correct? Hold on, that's not fair, because I'm pretty sure there was like six months in between Cody's contract ending and CM Punk coming. But there were some rumors. Never back me up. Were there, there not were rumors, rumors that Cody, that Cody wasn't money. getting along with the other EVPs? Not, not Tony rumors. Khan. There's a difference. No, there were rumors that he, that if he did. If those rumors are true. I don't know if they, I don't know right. if they if. are. So my point being, but let's look at it. If you're, if you're Tony Khan, as a businessman, as a businessman, are you going to put this guy at the top because you're paying him that kind of money? 
Think about it. Let's we, we're all sports fans here. Doesn't matter how old Joey Votto gets. Doesn't matter how rough he really plays. Reds are play, paying him twenty five million dollars a year. Guess who the starting first baseman is? That's how it works. That's how it works. But here's the problem. Here's the problem. There has been no return of investment to give CM Punk that championship. Well, exactly. He hasn't, he hasn't helped the ratings any. But maybe, but maybe except the that one feels, night, that one night when he came back, I hear he has you. moved the needle, as you guys like to say, and Roman Reigns stole. You're 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 coming up with reasons why he's going to beat Adam Hangman Page, but they're invalid because he hasn't proven that he can be a steady draw each and every week. Doesn't it's mean not they're not like, going to oh, try CM it. Punk was here for six months and nothing's worked. But we know that he's a bigger draw than Hangman Page. But he's not. on every show and he doesn't make a difference. If people cared that much about CM Punk being champion, they would be tuning in in droves I, and I to hear watch you. CM Punk, whether he's the champion or not. You have to look at that stuff. I hear and if you. he doesn't look at that stuff, he's making Vince mistakes because Vince doesn't look at that stuff. I hear you, but let's think about this for a second. I'll bet if CM Punk wins a world title on their biggest show of the year against Adam Hangman Page, that gets an ESPN headline. I'll bet if Adam, I'll bet if Adam Hangman Page wins, it doesn't. It's possible. Think about it. And maybe their thought process is they think they're going in a slump too, and maybe yeah. the, switch it up, throw something at the wall, see if it sticks. See, yeah, let's go with a guy that for for a, a period there for for a summer was lit the business on fire. Why not? Let's just try it. And if it doesn't work, we can put it on MJF. If it doesn't work, we can put it on whoever. But I feel like biggest show of the year, everyone agrees, even you, that it's been a lackluster title reign. Tony Khan pays attention to Twitter like Donald Trump. So he hears the criticism. And no matter who wins, they can have MJF take the title off and it makes yeah, sense. I'm not saying that I'm not saying that CM Punk's going on the longest reign in history. He might just be a transition Mick Foley type character sure. where uh, it's a good story. It gets that ESPN headline, you know, maybe that Fox sports headline because CM Punk's a big deal. Uh, I'm not suggesting that it's going to be a six month run. By the way, AEW needs to get out of that habit. It doesn't always need to be six month run either. Either. Uh, so that's, that's where I think, I, I think CM Punk does get a short run with the world championship and then you can put him on somebody else. You yeah. can put it on somebody else to even transition from there if you wanted to. And especially because just because they're having a forbidden, forbidden door, door pay-per-view doesn't mean that every match has to be AEW versus New Japan. They could have an AEW-AEW match. Good. For the AEW world title on that card. Or you could, even if you want to do a Forbidden Door match with CM Punk as champion, Forbidden Door, that would also create that transition thing that we're looking for to get to MJF. Because you might say, well, how do you get to MJF from CM Punk? We just saw that. You're right. You could have him lose it at you could have him lose it at Forbidden Door to Okada or somebody. Plus, I mean, what's what's a bigger match? CM Punk is AEW world champion, possibly versus whoever the champion is for New Japan at the time. Okay. It'll probably be Okada. Probably be Okada. Okada versus CM Punk champion versus champion. That's going to draw ratings. Yeah, uh, I'm in right there right without you. 
Hangman Page versus Okada? Yeah, it'd be cool, be but cool. <laughs> I don't want to watch wanna Hangman Page face man. a teacher. And our no. Okada face a teacher, pardon me. Okay. So, uh, have we talked you to, into it at all, Mr. McCarthy? No. All right. You're we, wrong. But we, I'm tried. Wrong, we tried. We tried. Mean, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But well, I'm Don't worry. I'm going to be there with a mouthful of pie that you have purchased for me because you're nice. And That's I'm going to say I'm going to be neck deep in a piece of pizza, and I'm going. I told you to show you dumb. That's the pay per view after. It great, doesn't count. Great content. All right. So we know that AEW is in a slump, right? I think we've all established. We that. all agree with that. How do they get out of it? Um, I don't know. One way might be to put Lance Archer on TV more often. That, that, that's one that. step. And and not just to, like, I know why Wardlow beat him, but, like, he can't just be there to lose to people. I Lance Archer it. needs to be on TV more I'm often. The there's, there's hot acts in AEW that sporadically show up. It's weird, and it makes no sense. People love the murder hawk monster, but he's gone Three out of four weeks of every month. It doesn't make sense. Are you freaked out you that he's sounding like us right now? Brian Cage. Huh? <laughs> I was asking Logan if he's freaked out. You're sounding like us right now. Well, it's egregious as hell. You're playing freaking football in the backyard with the freaking TNT title. Why would anybody care the hell about it? Because, you know, it's been a month and a half since Cody was champion and we've had two different title rate three different title range since then hey don't knock Four, backyard football that was a great game i did enjoy it i loved backyard football that i was also great. liked backyard baseball no backyard football is great but it's like oh hey touchdown we win hooray and then you play another game and oh touchdown oh that those guys wins it's like it's nonsense okay did you ever like, play no backyard game. football not I the actual like football. not the actual game but like the computer game, the computer game. oh the computer game yeah no yeah. you never played the computer game Oh, no, you're missing out. I'm missing oh. out. I didn't. What was it Pablo Sanchez? Was Pablo was Sanchez? Pablo? Yes. Was first last we ever saw because he was like a ninety-nine. he was like, oh, that wasn't ninety-nine, but he was like a full green bar on baseball and football. You had Pablo Sanchez batting third on backyard baseball. It was gone. It was gone. Done. I played baseball. What? The hockey game was better. I played mutant league baseball. The hockey game was better. Oh, football, double play on better. commentary was what I lived yeah, for, bro. Yep. Yep. Man, man. It's what I lived for. Damn it, take me back. I'm going to go watch some of those old videos on YouTube now. Just, just get a little nostalgia to it. All right, so we agree the AEW is in a slump. Do yeah. you think um, we'll get out of it, or is this – now, now, now that the freshness is worn off, now that the shine's off the apple, now that the horse has left the barn, cowboy, is this the new normal, or is this just a just a little lull? I I think it's a lull. Uh, they they there's some things that need fixed. Yep, it's Archer, one of them. Um, the young and bucks. Don't forget about Jake. Let's not forget about Jake. All right. <laughs> Aren't they a package deal? One would assume, but here I see Dan Lambert's fat ass. <laughs> um, 
let's see. They can fix it. Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page were doing just fine before they joined Dan Lambert. But they're on TV more now that they're with Dan Lambert. So that's a that those cancel each other out. Uh the Young Bucks need to go back to being faces. They're just they're better at it. They just are. Their offense screams baby faces. Why are they still being heels? Because Kenny just had hernia surgery, so you can't keep putting that feud off to where the elite first, the undisputed whatever they're going to end up calling themselves. So you can't do that. And that's the problem. That's the problem. Kenny's not there. Yeah, he's the strollers drink. That's the problem. No, it's not. Stop it. Stop it. It's one of the problems. How many problems? posters do you have on your wall? There. No wonder, no wonder your bathroom's upstairs. You don't want me to see how many posters Kenny Omega you got in your wall. You got that paint and hammer dog couch, don't you, you sick freak? Yeah, because I built the house. All right. There's a, there's a correlation between Kenny leaving and everything starting to go downhill. There's a correlation. Sorry to, sorry to point it out to you. But it's there. Look, I'm not saying he's not an ad and asset. Like, that would be absolutely ignorant of me not to suggest that he, he wouldn't help in some ways. He's an extremely talented individual in the ring. He's got he's a charisma vacuum. But 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 the idea that he is the strong that stirs the drink, frankly, I think the correlation is good. I think it, I think it's a combination of both. It's weird. It's weird. Really odd. I think odd. I think Cody yeah. for the most part the kept most him part. alive, and then once yeah. he left, it so slowly took a nosedive. Um, were they doing kind of terrible after Kenny left? Maybe, but there were still some pretty good storylines that were going on. Sure. Um, but then once Cody left, they started booking some weird storylines, and I, I just it makes no sense why. Like the whole Sammy Guevara thing just started being kind of weird. Well, it's because, and again, not our business, but Sammy and Sammy Guevara. Let's let's call a spade a spade. They turned themselves into X Pac. Sammy and Tay did because yeah, here's did. the truth of it, boys. Boys, here's the truth of it. That's why I'm doing this thing. Here's the truth of it. The reality is this. Yes. I want to stress, stress preface. preface. You do what you got to do in this life to be happy. I, I'm a believer in, in God. We, we know this. So I think only God can judge it. It's only his place. But here's the reality of it. I'm not personally judging Sammy Guevara and Tay Conti. You, you got to do what you got to do to be happy in this life. But the reality of it is this. The court of public opinion is... That either Sammy Guevara fell victim to sweet temptation, you know, looking at Tay Conti, right? Or Tay Conti is a flat-out homewrecker, and so they brought go-away X-Pot heat on their selves when Tay Conti could have been a star. But turns out they break up a, inadvertently or otherwise. Again, I'm not judging personally. I'm talking about the court of public opinion. What they do is between them and God, whatever. The court of public opinion is this woman loved this man, uh, uh, his his fiance originally. They had that great moment. He proposed in the ring, gets around old Tay Conti, and all of a sudden it's uh, it's a broken up engagement. That's 
So they brought go away heat on themselves, right, McCarthy? Nobody cares about Sammy Guevara anymore. Sammy Guevara, for now, especially as long as he's with Tay Connie, is a cancer. Nobody cares. Nobody's wishing him well. You couldn't babyface him if you, you. He could literally cure cancer, and they go, "Yeah, well, he still stepped out." Right? It was because they didn't leave it alone. They could have just gone about, and I'm talking about Conti and Sammy. Yep. Because, of course, the fans are never going to leave well enough alone, and I'm sure 65% of them have cheated on their significant others, but what's the difference? These guys are on TV, and they're on a higher standard for some reason. But they brought it on themselves. Yep. She got off Twitter. She At first, they did the right thing. She got off Twitter, left it the hell alone. Yeah, just let and the heat die down. Instead of, and then they said, all right, the heat's kind of in ambers. I'm going to take a blowtorch to this son of a bitch. Started yeah. <laughs> trolling like way too quick. And everybody turned on them. I don't know how they do it in Brazil, but that's not good PR. And I don't, I don't. <laughs> I don't know if they were trying to go the route of like the Lita Edge Matt Hardy thing where they thought, hey, we can get good ratings with this. <laughs> not in this day and age. No. Again, I'm not personally judging. You have to do what you got to do in this side to be happy, whatever that may be. Life is too short. If you're in a relationship, you don't want to be in, get out of it. I'm saying, handle in the right way, yes. But overall, do what you got to do. Luckily, I'm happily engaged. <laughs> Same, but I, so but I swear to you that I'm not I'm not judging McCarthy. I'm because I, I understand what you're saying. Yes, people fall victim to temptation all the time. People make mistakes all the time. People fall in and out of love all the time. But the court of public opinion, especially because they got some good advice and then ignored the hell out of it after a while. Which was get off Twitter, get off social media, do your own thing, uh, and quit kind of flaunting it, for lack of a better term, because now they flaunt it. And it's like, be, be proud of your love, whatever, but it looks more like, ha, 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 ha. Oh, oh, you, need to, you need to settle down, and, and uh, yeah, we did it, you know. It's- and especially, like, the whole thing with, um, um, you know, putting it out there that he proposed on Dynamite. Like, like you can't take that back. That happens in front of that crowd. So now, especially the AEW universe. I know we're not going to call them universe, but whatever. The fan base. The fan base. AEW galaxy. Because that's better. I just <laughs> tried to be facetious. I know you were. But, like, they're, they, it's almost personal for them now. Yeah. Like, you lied to us. Like, you proposed right here, and then you did this. And then you acted like that wasn't the reason the proposal got broke off, and then you got right and take on these arms. Right. No, they obviously, I guess I can't say with 100% certainty, but it's pretty likely they were seeing each other before it was officially broken off. And so it's a, it's a very tough conundrum. It's a very tough conundrum, and they did the right thing and got off social media for like two weeks. Now they're flaunting it, and my – I can't remember – the woman's name might be Amanda. I can't remember what his fiance's name was. But I can't imagine how she and how feel if she gets on social media and sees them uh, 
trying to suck each other's face off, essentially, when they're making out and whatever else. Or posing with title belts with nothing on. Yeah, like, like I, again, do what you got to do to be happy, but I don't think that Johnny Cash went to his first wife and was like, hey, watch me make out with June. Um, it, it's not really how that works. It's like, yeah, we did it, sorry, whatever, I'm just trying to be happy in this life. There's no... There seems to be no remorse for the fact that somebody lost out on the short end of the stick, which you should at least show. Again, you have to do what you got to do for you. For you. But you should respect the fact that someone else's feelings are involved. All right, we got to get the hell out of here. Let's make some WrestleMania backlash predictions and go the hell home. Okay. Okay. All right. Are you ready, Mr. McCarthy, for some backlash predictions, sir? Sure. It'll be fun. All right. Let's start her out. Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins. Who do you got, Mr. Napper? I'm going to take Seth. Who you got, Mr. McCarthy? Um, Cody. I'm going to go Cody as well. I hope I'm wrong. Uh, Bobby Lashley versus Omos. Who do you have, Mr. Napper? I think it's got to be Omos. Omos. I got Omos as well, for the love of Mike Vince. Uh, how about it, Mr. McCarthy? Yeah, I'm, with, I'm picking Omos, too. AJ Styles versus Edge. McCarthy, who do you have? AJ Styles. Mr. Napper. I'm still going Edge. I'm going to go AJ Styles because we have Hell in a Cell to fill in, so we might as well, we'll have tiebreakers. Sucks, doesn't it? <laughs> First time. Oh, darn. Yeah. Tiebreakers in Hell in a Cell. The worst. Yeah. yeah. First time. Uh, SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey in an I Quit match. Who do you have, Mr. Napper? I have Ronda on this one. Who do you got, Mr. McCarthy? <laughs> Yeah, I gotta go Rousey this time too. Damn, damn. I sound so disappointed about it. I don't I like have her. to go Ronda Rousey as well. If she quits, doesn't that completely kill her gimmick? Pretty much. Uh, Happy Corbin versus Madcap Moss. Who do you got, Mr. Napper? Madcap. Who do you got, Mr. McCarthy? I'm going Corbin. I'm gonna go Happy as well. And finally, the new main event, Drew McIntyre and Raw Team James RK Bro versus Undisputed WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns, who I don't acknowledge, and SmackDown Tag Team Champions, The Usos, in a six-man tag match. Who do you have, Mr. McCarthy? I'm going to go RK Bro and Drew, because there's no titles on the line, so why not? How about you, you Mr. Dur- Napper. Napper. I'm going to go the same because they need some way to get the feud continued to hell in the cell. I agree with both you gentlemen. I'm going to go with the, the Drew and RK bro side of things because the brand split doesn't matter anymore. Uh, and because you need, you need to have some doubts in, in, in bloodline, and you need to have some doubts within Roman when it comes to Drew. Yep. And I'm going to predict that somehow, some way, Brock Lesnar is going to be on this call. I'm not giving it up, Ryan. And not giving it up. He's going to show up. With that, we're out of here. We'll see you next week. Until then, yes, we are aware that there are other things going on in the world right now. Uh, Raw got a little difficult to watch with some breaking news last night. Because it got all it popping in a hurry. We are aware of that. And uh, no matter what side you're on in that debate, we are with you. We pray for you. And no matter what happens, for the love of Mike, stay safe. And let's remember that we all have a point. And uh, there's a lot more that that brings us together than divides us. Let's not let's not let's not let's not go the division route. 
Let's love each other and find some common ground. We'll see you next week. Be safe. God bless. Be well.